Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Come on to the rock show. Come on to the people's show. Come on to the premier show. Smackdown. Is the year of our Lord the 14th of December 2000? Oh. S Club 7 <laughs> never had a dream come, come true. true. Till the day that I found you. Even though I pretend that I moved on, you'll always be my baby. I like that we're doing a Christmas song in October. This makes me happy. It's December. It's October. In the real world, outside of our oh, bu- oh, oh. outside of our buble, <laughs> it's yeah. October. Yeah. In this buble, it's December, in, where in the ultimate buble world. lives. Yes. In the, in the shoot world. He's currently is... sleeping. It's the day after Halloween ends. That's when Christmas begins. <laughs> That's when Michael Buble dis- is disturbed from his cave. Yes. <laughs> and Mariah Carey goes, ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. <laughs> it's time to destroy YouTube playlists. That's right. Because she certainly is Rita from uh, Power Rangers. Uh, that was S Club 7. Never had a dream come true. Certainly was. Yes. Well done. Number, number one. Why try harder? 10 points to Tom. Yes. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Is the number one film at the box office, and until a few years ago, was the number one uh, holiday film, Christmas holiday film. Oh, I remember liking it, but I don't think I've ever seen it again since I saw it at the cinemas. Have you not? Uh, oh, I, I thought it was the best. I think it's the best Doctor Seuss movie they've done. This is the Jim Carrey one we're talking of about. Of course, yes, the live, not, the live action. Yeah, not not where they went. I know we'll CGI it and get CeeLo Green in. Like that didn't happen, thankfully. That happened. There's yeah, the live action one has oh. although the CGI one has CeeLo Green doing Yeah I mean one, Mr. Grinch. But it's alright. It's alright. It's alright. <laughs> it's really alright. Alright, alright. Yeah. Everything's gonna be alright. That's not the song. Right. So, Grinch is out. And Pokemon Crystal. Nice. AKA the Pokemon Yellow to the second generation titles. Where instead of Ooh. surfing Pikachu, this time you get to pick the gender of the Pokemon. Nice. Exactly. Oof. Exactly. Who the hell was that? It was a Pikachu. Um, <laughs> it was an un, it was an ungendered Pikachu. Oh. <laughs> oh, also, Disney's Aladdin in Nasira's Revenge, a PS1 game with no pinball. <laughs> no! What's the point? I'm sorry, Tom. What's the point in doing a Disney game if you're not gonna make it a pinball theme? Right. They're the best ones, Little Mermaid 2 Pinball Frenzy. Best of a generation. Yeah. Livid. <laughs> Flipping livid. The Independent TV Commission criticizes Channel 4's early evening schedule of US TV series Angel, the Buffy spin-off, a drama about a reformed vampire, which it says includes scenes, quote, reminiscent of a late night horror film. 
Horror. horror. The channel Ed episodes are horror. The, that's right, there's a ghost. The channel aired yeah. edited episodes of the series in the early evening, but some viewers had complained it was inappropriate for children, while others had complained about the scenes being cut. The ITC felt, there, felt three of the edited episodes had still contained unsuitable matter for family viewing. The series had to be moved to a later time slot where it could be aired uncut. Like the vest vampires. Uh, I said vest instead of best. <laughs> like the vest vampires. The vest vampires will uh, suck uh, your uh, blood. Uh, midfielder Ray Parler scores a hat trick as Arsenal beat Newcastle <laughs> <Angel>. United. There's <laughs> <laughs> no pause in between. <laughs> Newcastle fans complained and demanded at least two of the goals be cut because it wasn't suitable for young Geordies. And it'll be the last time that Newcastle fans ever complain about anything. Yes. Uh, Steve, hmm. Steve Redgrave <laughs> is voted Sports Personality of the Year. He's our Kurt Angle. He's well-deserved. Yes, it's true. And in very small news, US presidential election 2000, Bush versus Gore, the US Supreme Court overturns the ruling by the Florida Supreme Court, ending the recount and effectively giving the state and the presidency to Texas Governor George W. Bush. They stopped the count. Yep. No. They stopped the count. That's right. Uh, 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 uh. They stopped the count. He was the best vampire. <laughs> I am the best vampire. Channel 5. So, sorry, Channel 4 stops the count. Channel 4. Uh, uh, uh. Channel 3. Uh, uh, uh. Channel 2. <laughs> anyway. It ruined the introduction when me and Rob Bartlett went. It's Angel, uncut, uncensored. Oh, uncooked. <laughs> Un uncooked, indeed. Thank you, Angel, from uh, Transylvania. All that was happening in the wonderful, wonderful world of reality. Uh, we try and avoid it wherever possible. But what, 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 what was happening in the stupid, unpredictable world of wrestling? That question can only be answered in the following few hours, along with myself, Matthew Gregg, compatriot, Mr. Tom Campbell. I am sweating. <laughs> Just an introduction, you're already sweating. I'm sweating. We've barely started. <laughs> I haven't even done the name yet. I'm sweating. I'm the my... sweaty, cultaholic <laughs> classic, Smackdown podcast. Okay, we're going to introduce our, our, our very special guest in moments, but what I will say is, you know, behind the curtain, we, we, we record the Smackdown review like literally like half an hour after the Cold Hollet Wrestling podcast is recorded. So, you know, depending on, on how long we bang on for. Um, and uh, this room was very humid, which suggests it was a very long podcast. Uh, I have attempted to get the air conditioner working. The air conditioner's not working. I am all, like, we have barely done the intro. And look, I'm glistening. The state of me, I'm glistening. Seattle. You look honey glazed. I'm honey glazed already. <laughs> this is going to be a feisty one. But enough about me, Matthew Greggles. Enough about me. We have a special guest with us today. Who? Who? Oh, Who? You may... Who? You, Who? It's not an owl, Who? you prick. Um, <laughs> you may know that on the Patreon, uh, where you can get this lovely T-shirt from if you're watching on the Patreon, which you already have it. That's what they call preaching to the choir. Um, you, <laughs> you can join us as part of the classic review shows for an episode, if you are a certain tier. And uh, I'm very honoured uh, to welcome one of those uh, fine folk who joined us for the episode from our Patreon. It's Noah Anderson. Noah! Yeah. Hello, everybody. How's it going? No a chance. No, 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 no. no a chance in hell. We, I, I rang, got? I rang Triple H. Did you? And I said, <laughs> then what happened? I said, um, we should get. What do you reckon? Should we get one of the Patreons on on this week's show? And he went, Noah. All right, we'll get Noah. There he is. It's my dream to say That's that on that. every single podcast and video we do. No, it Anderson, is. how are you doing, Paul? I'm doing amazing. How are you guys doing? Van Dabby Dozy, where are you uh, calling from? I am calling from Prior Lake, Minnesota. 
You're oh, you're Jesse early. the Bonnie Ventura man. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he was our governor for a while. That's right. I think it was before I was born, or it was around when I was a kid. So I don't really remember. But my dad said he was a good one. I guess. Hey, hey, there you go. Well, if you know, if your dad says it's all right, then it's all right. Oh, bless you, mate. So. That's what my mom used to say. So, good morning from Minnesota. What's happening in Minnesota today? Um, it's kind of a just quiet morning, I guess. You know, it's all right. It's not cold, surprisingly. It usually gets kind of cold around this time, but it's been pretty warm out. So, Lovely. that's nice. That's all right. That's all right. What do you do, Noah? Um, I work at a local casino. Nice. Pretty nice. Ooh. Yeah. Does it have a cool name? Um, I guess so. Mystic Lake Casino. It's kind of cool. Oh, Mist- I love that Sonic Zone. That's what I was going to say. It sounds like a level for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> Boss on that is a nightmare. Uh, and how long have you been working at the Mystic Lake Zone? Um, About two years at this point now. I'd, I'd say, yeah, about two years. Enjoy it? It's all right. Yeah, it pays pretty well. I mean, well enough for me to be a patron, I guess. So oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, yeah. No, I'm on my ass. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, 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 right. It's rumor and innuendo is that Noah just kicked one of the uh, one of the one armed bandits just as he left the one night. <laughs> and went, oh, guess he's on the SmackDown review this week. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I, I, he didn't do that. If, if Noah's bosses are listening, he 100% didn't do that. That is fabrication. <laughs> that is that is boulder dash from Tom Campbell. Uh, it's lovely to have you with us. How long have you been a wrestling fan? Oh, man, probably since I was about six years old. Uh, my cousin had a bunch of old wrestling action figures, and I thought they were, like, the coolest thing ever. I remember right away thinking, like, I picked up this Undertaker one, and I was like, this guy's cool. He's got his tongue out and everything. And I saw him on TV. I'm like, wow, he's like a zombie. That's cool. And then just got into it. And I think I watched the 2006 Royal Rumble, which was – I was hooked from the start. Royal Rumble's awesome. So, Oh, you know what? And what a great jumping on point, the Royal Rumble. Absolutely. That's exactly oh, how you yeah. do it. So, so therefore, you would have. So, you would have been. Um, you wouldn't have been a wrestling fan at this point, then, in the, in the year of our Lord two thousand. Um, actually, with this episode, I was probably born a couple months before this episode aired. So. Oh, we oh. forgot to put that in the news at the beginning. Oh, you should have said. Noah Anderson is three months old. Something set off the parents <laughs> of Noah. <laughs> right, that's it. No, no, no. Noah came out at this point. He wasn't conceived. Oh. He'd been, been. Oh, so it was a few months before. It had been this. like a year before this. Something happened on SmackDown was, in 1999 that made the parents go, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, I was. I was. Well, born, it was Triple uh, H and Steph getting together. So. What year were you born, sorry, sir? Uh, September 25th, 2000. So a couple months before this aired. I there think you it go. was an episode oh. of Raw I was born on. I remember looking it up, and it was pretty uneventful. <laughs> it was um, just before Kurt Angle won the title. Yeah. There you go. That's the. It was the Angle title run that. That yeah. led to it. It was Angle's big push that helped it, I think. Uh, yeah, Angle's big push and uh, Noah's dad several little ones. <laughs> Stop it! <There> Sorry. <laughs> Filth. Sorry, Noah. Filth! Tom wrote that down and put it in front of me. You can tell I on the can Zoom. either confirm nor deny that I did that. Yeah. I'm looking through the A to Z of Minnesota and it's fantastic. <laughs> it, it goes from like apples, boating, county fairs, and you scroll on yep. down, it's like the artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> Prince from Minnesota. Yeah, we got Prince. That's our that's our big guy from here. That's you know, it's like, hey, we have Prince. Like I think at our airport we even have just a store for just Prince stuff. Like, really? Just, just oh, that's amazing. Awesome. Prince uh, is from Minnesota. Yeah, he's, he's royalty here pretty much. Oh, that's awesome. What else have we got in the A to Z, Matthew? Uh Vikings, which I did know before we did this. Oh yeah. yeah the yes, the TV, yeah, they filmed the TV show in Minnesota. That's why they did Vikings. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, they did. Actually, behind my house, I hung out with Edge every day, so that's kind of cool. Oh, that was <laughs> nice. <sighs> the, uh, the, uh, it was a good show, Vikings. Alexander, was, started season Alexander one. Ludwig was in that, who went on to start as Ace Spade in Heels. The Wrestling Ooh. Connection. Oh. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. Vicarious. Uh, Vicarious. Also under B. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. Well, it's interesting because it's uh, usually the, the ones we've done with, with people, they've watched this episode of SmackDown or they are familiar with this period. So it'll be interesting to see what you thought of this wonderful episode. Mm. We're going to find it out. It was definitely that. interesting. Definitely an interesting So we're going to get, so what's going to happen is uh, I'm going to give you a few bits and pieces about the wrestling world at this time. And then Matthew Gregg is going to walk us through the rigors of this week's episode of SmackDown. And Noah and I will chip in and shout over as and when appropriate. That's That's how these things work. I can't wait for you to finish reading your notes. If you can then use the bits of paper to swab your forehead. Oh, just I'm sweating. I'm so sweaty. Like an old southern gentleman on the porch. I do declare. I wonder if I'm dying. <laughs> I wonder if I'm dying. You died doing a SmackDown podcast. Hey, do you know what? There's worse ways to go. There's worse ways to go than doing a SmackDown podcast, dying yeah. that way. Shitting yourself to death. I mean, oh, I mean don't we all shit? Speaking of WCW, Tom, <laughs> what was happening? <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. Um, Mark Madden in WCW oh, is the God. news this week. Now, now next Oof. week's next week's news from Dubsy Dub is very spicy. Uh, but this week is a little prelude to some of the misery in WCW oh. at this point. Uh, Mark Madden and Diamond Dallas Page work themselves into a shoot, brother, 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 brother. Uh, so, brother. <laughs> this this is because right. So Mark Madden uh, was was making some some do was doing a heel commentary thing. Uh, making a few digs at Diamond Dallas Page, made disparaging remarks about Page on Nitro this past week, referring to Diamond Dallas Page as Leatherface. Oh. Right. <laughs> Page didn't like this. <laughs> so Page called Mark Madden at home after the show and just and and yelled at him about the comment. Hey, yo, white guy. You think you fucking <laughs> calling me Leatherface? Um... Page felt the insult was too personal and didn't further any storyline. Mark Madden said, I'm a heel commentator. Trolls got a troll. Uh, the reaction to this phone call was, from Mark Madden was to write an article on WCW.com oh. saying, I'm going to shoot on DDP live on air on Monday Nitro. WCW saw this article and went, no, you're not, mate. You're suspended. So they suspended. <laughs> so Mark Madden's been suspended from WCW at this point. <laughs> He's Mark- a fiery character, isn't he? he? He would be in and out of the good house and the dog house in WCW because of the things he would say and do. He annoyed Mean Gene Oakland on the hotline by saying Mean Gene forgot to say... <laughs> mean Gene hyped up something on Nitro that I forgot to talk about on his hotline, but don't worry, it's probably just Alzheimer's, <laughs> which Mean oh Gene God. was not happy with for some reason. Uh, but then, yeah, he would say some interesting things. He was weird because sometimes he, he could be really on, and that's exactly the, breath, the fresh breath of air that WCW needed. Mm-hmm. And there'd be other times when he just sounded like he was... Like like a dick. There was one time when Billy Kidman, uh, Tory, supposed to the other Tory, um, uh, uh, turned on. No, didn't turn him. Hit Vampiro, and then Mark Baden went, "Ah, oh, Tory the Vampiro Slayer," and then without a second's thought, Tony Schiavone went pre-planned ad lib and then just carried on talking about something else. Oh, just took a gigantic <laughs> shit on top of him. So what an interesting guy. He's still around. He still tweets stuff, and he's still like, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah. now, is he a Liverpool fan? 
What? Is there no reason to dislike him? Right. I keep seeing Mark Madden's Twitter, and his. I'm sure his avatar is the Liverpool FC <laughs> crest. I'm sure it is. You're not getting mixed up with Mitch Wadden, are you? No, no, definitely not with Cultaholics, Tribal Editor-in-Chief Mitch Wadden. Uh, certainly not. But I'm going to double-check that whilst both you fine gentlemen are on the line with me, because I want to get that confirmed. <laughs> we need to know if Mark Madden is a Liverpool fan. Yeah, I mean, is that not is that not the Liverpool crest? Probably. Or is that... Okay, like, I'm going to hold that up. Like, I, I mean, I'm showing this to Noah, who lives in Minnesota. Like, oh, you, he's you really, can show really me, dead. You can show me a picture of the Minnesota Bengals or whatever, and I wouldn't have a Scooby-Doo. But I'm putting it out there anyway. You show him Scooby-Doo and says... I'll show, I'll show you a stupid-doo instead. Right, there you go. Um, so I just... Yeah, oh, here we go. Look, his his bio is Liverpool Football Club, Premier League Champions, 2019-2020. That's not him. It, is it not? Followed by Kevin Kelly, Jeff Jarrett, Ross Foreman. From, and he's what? the impact guy. He's changed I, his gimmick from wrestling. I commentated on WCW to I now support Liverpool. He's followed by what? all the wrestling people. Why? It is him. What happened there? Did he lose a bet? <laughs> <laughs> That's bizarre. I don't know. He talks a lot about, about... What are you most known for, Mark? Oh, support Liverpool. He, 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 here we go. Look, he's a columnist for, for a website and he's writing about Ben Rolvensberger. Isn't he the guy that jumped out of outer space? That's, just, that's uh, somebody else. Um, yeah, there you go. So anyway, Mark Madden. <laughs> that's the news. To... Wow. <laughs> no, anything, okay, anyway. no, anything to add? Uh, I, I guess not. That, that is the news. There you go. Fair. Um, a bit from EC Dub. Uh, so ECW, uh, Noah, at this point, is... Uh, what's, the, what's the medical term for it? Um, a fucking mess. Hmm. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's Paul Amon owes everybody money. Um, oh, nothing new there. Nothing new, but like now, it's now like people are like, "Come on, Paul! It's been four months, and you know, I've, <laughs> I, I I haven't had my dinner," and everyone's getting upset. And also, Paul Heyman has turned around, you know, and so Paul Heyman, who's always able to sort of lead these sermons on the mount and 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 get people back on side, has gone. Look, if you want to work, go for work elsewhere, then carry on. I'll give you a, I'll give you a heads up if you need one. So Paul Heyman has now just said to all his roster, uh, "I just start looking for the work if I were you." <laughs> But the good news is I've been given a promotion. Yeah, the good news is I've been promoted. Um, uh, so Van Dam, Rob Van Dam, and Jerry Lynn are the only two who have um, have asked to be allowed out of their contracts to negotiate elsewhere. So Paul Heyman said, anybody that wants to go elsewhere, come to me. I'll get you out of your contract. So far, only RVD and Jerry Lynn have approached to do so. We know Jerry Lynn was backstage at uh, SmackDown last week. Yeah. Uh, Rob Van Dam, still very sort of cagey about where he's going to go next because he's recovering from a knee injury. So mm. he's not quite 100% ready to go anywhere. But uh, a lot of people are still connecting him with, with a move to WCW, potentially. Van Dam yeah. in WCW, could that... Mm. I, don't, I don't think that would have been enough to turn the tide, but it would have been fun, you know? Yeah, there's, again, nothing could have helped it's like it's like the Titanic once you know yeah the water had taken out the band it's like well maybe if we had a float no it's done <laughs> it's gonna be Titanicing with the sea fish like that's all it's gonna be doing You're putting RVD or Kid Cash the captain of the ship going maybe if Rob Van Dam gets on the boat <laughs> <laughs> the boat just goes whoop starts floating oh what a miracle oh that it did help it oh you have little faith who defunk it yeah. uh yeah so uh, tough times in ECW. Oh, uh, Beyond the Mat is, is hitting the shelves in time for Christmas. Happy Christmas, everybody. Oh, God. 
Let's oh, all sit man. down and watch this hysterical look <laughs> at the wonderful word of, oh, God, this is so depressing. It is very depressing. Have you seen Beyond oh, the Mat, Noah? Man. Yeah, I have. That's a, it, it's, a good, it's a good documentary, but, man, it's depressing. Oh, heavy. Man. It's heavy, isn't it? This version contains 35 minutes of never-before-seen footage uh, with more on China, Mick Foley, and ECW. Uh, it Oof. did very well for sales in the United Kingdom, apparently. Yeah, but we got the we didn't get those thirty five minutes. There's the scenes of Al Snow crapping on uh, his bucket in WWF, <laughs> which is amazing because he was employed by them at the time. They didn't trust us with those extra thirty five minutes in the UK. Noah would have got him. Yeah, we didn't get him. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> them, Paul. It's like it's like The Shining. They get all the best things in America. Yeah, so we still only get the UK cut of The Shining. In the UK. Well, actually, we don't get the best things in America. There is one thing I know you guys have that we don't. Oh, McDonald's. You guys still have the chicken selects. We lost those like years ago. And I'm still oh, mad about it. they're my go to thing at McDonald's. What? You don't have them? They were mine too, but they got oh, rid of them like years ago in America, and I'm what? still mad about it. Fucking maniacs. Why get rid of a chicken selects? And then they had some like crap chicken strips that they tried selling. Like, oh, you can get more this time, but they, they weren't the same. It was just terrible. We've given oh. you five chicken selects without the bread. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Get them down your gullet. It's the famous, <laughs> the famous catchphrase from McDonald's. If, Get them down your gullet. If you want the third best chicken, <laughs> you've got to come to me, McDonald's, that's where cool. nowhere else is open. <laughs> McDonald's. That's quite, a, that's quite, a, quite, a, quite an alarming theme to that. It's. <laughs> it's <laughs> quite terrified come <laughs> and get the thin best chicken if you want to be paid to wrestle you can't come see me ECW <laughs> I like how dark that theme music is uh, one more bit on the wrestling news from around the world uh, XP dub Ah, oh, it's just the fucking nothing, nothing but non-stop happiness. This introduction of the podcast uh, Rob Black has written a, <laughs> written Anita a letter uh, saying that they'll be putting together the explosive barbed wire match with him and Sabu sometime in 2001. Rob, Back, Rob Black blamed the, the match for December not happening because a lawsuit filed by ECW has, has caused issues hmm. and uh, it means that he can't focus on the match. The match has been moved. Uh, this is contrary contrary to what a lot of reports have said about the match being dropped. But they're still adamant that XP-Dub are going to run Sabu versus yeah. Nonita in an exploding barbed wire death match next year. No words. Do you want a spoiler? <laughs> What's the spoiler? It didn't happen. <laughs> what? Whoa. Like every other time Onita came over here to an exploding barbed wire match, he tried it, went with Vince and like, hey, how about we do this? And Vince just said, ah, yeah, that maybe, yeah, whatever, go away. Um, and he took that as a yes, so he felt betrayed. Went to ECW, had that amazing appearance when he showed up. It's Onida, it's Onida, holy shit, it's Onida. And he was dressed in like a kimono for some reason, which he's never worn in Japan, I guess, because he went, look, we need people to know you're Japanese, pal. That's having the most stereotypical gear possible. He came out, he did one thing, which was hitting Sandman with a stick and then give him a DDT. <laughs> And then the crowd it popped louder for Spike Dudley over him, so it went fuck this, and this went. <laughs> and then he went to XBW and he beat up Sabu and went, "I, I hate America. America sucks. I'm gonna burn the flag and I'm gonna pile drive Sabu through a table in front of these real reporters who were laughing at him as he cut this promo." <laughs> and then that didn't happen. And then CZW, ah, it's a long story, but it didn't happen. And it wasn't until eventually 2017 they finally did Onita versus Tremont, but it still wasn't exploding barbed wire. And it, because it, it, it's a bit of crap, to be honest with you. 2021, two weeks 
is it a week or two weeks? Soon. Very, very, very soon. Very soon. IRL. Yeah. We're getting Onita versus Tremont. That's how many years it's taken to do proper no road barbed wire over here. You've reminded me. I need to reply. I've got an email from Matt Tremont I've not replied to. I need to you do know that You know Matt Tremont? No, I didn't, I didn't mean to. I just got distracted by something else. I'll do it as soon as we wrap today. I hope you gig. <laughs> He's going to cut me open, isn't he? What, what, what's he emailing you about? We're doing Desert Island Craps at some point. Spoiler. <laughs> you should do it mid-match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favourite match, probably TLC 2. <laughs> Boom. I'm going to leave that bit in. There's a little spoiler for people listening to the SmackDown review. You're cool. very welcome. Uh, so that's all the wrestling news that I have. Oh, uh, let's head over to Matthew Gregg as he will regale uh, Noah and I with the episode of SmackDown yeah. following Elimination... Elimination nope. Chamber? Armageddon? Oh. <laughs> wow, what am I doing? Yeah. I hope this is going to work. I realise this now that Noah is young. Uh, his frame of reference might be different to ours. So far, all I've got is chicken select. I've already used it. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Noah. Yeah, no worries. We'll try and update it for you. Noah, did you watch when they remade Donkey Kong oh, as a cartoon? <laughs> No, 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 I didn't ask. Oh, we talked about it before we started well, recording. Well, I'm shocked. I'm genuinely <laughs> shocked. They wouldn't know the stupid niche nerdy thing. It's the war. It's the war after Armageddon. In brackets, and I feel fine. Ah, oh, nice. We get replays of Mick Foley saying, hey, if anybody gets hurt at Armageddon in the Hell in a Cell, I'll resign. Uh, which caused Power Slam editor-in-chief Finn Martin Somewhere in his tiny sweaty office, also doubling as his uh, tiny his sweaty bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> yeah, dealing. I doubt it. All right, to explain to you, pal. Um, <laughs> you see, yeah, Finn I, Martin. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. So, straight away, two, two lines in. You see, no, no, hello, it's me. We I know, should, another reference you won't we understand. We should do the video version of these, like pop up video from VH1. Oh. Yeah, you see, pop a video from VH1. <laughs> this is where they had little things pop up on the screen when the show was coming. Oh, yeah, Puppet Jack. Yeah, no, Puppet Jack. I might have to. I might have to. You know what? Puppet Jack's away. He's in a cupboard. He um, died on the way back to his own planet. I'm going to have to get. Wow. It's the new guest. It's the new <laughs> wacky character making his oh my God. sensational debut. Hi, it's me, Lip <laughs> Lipton, the empty bottle. This has been left on the floor like some <laughs> piece of shit. Who couldn't be bothered to put it in the bin? This has gone from naught to two hundred. We have a new character. <laughs> Hi, Noah. I'm your friend. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Empty bottle. Oh, hello. That's right. My name, Empty Bottle. Empty Bottle. My name again is Empty Bottle. <laughs> empty Bottle. Empty Bottle. That's right. There's, 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 there's the pun. Great. <laughs> I got rejected from NXT 2.0, and I'm here. <laughs> To give all the exposition to all the Americans who first watched Rumble 06. That's right. Yes, thank you. I appreciate that. If you want the shittest gimmicks, you have to go to cult. Um, Finn Martin used to write for Power Slam magazine. Power Slam magazine was our version of The Observer. Finn Martin oh. was not fucking happy when Mick Foley basically went, look at me waggling the bottle as if to denote animation. I'm talking, because you can tell I'm talking because I'm moving my head. Um, there, you there you go, that's how they do it. Um, Finn Martin was not very impressed with Mick Foley unretiring two weeks after he retired at No Way Out 2000 and would bring it up at every opportunity. So because we grew up reading Pulse on Magazine, we all make fun of Finn Martin for bringing this fact up every time. So... Uh, Mick Foley. Like make fun of Dave Meltzer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you got to make fun of Dave. Dave makes fun of Finn. Let's give you an idea of context. Has Dave mentioned Finn? <laughs> no, but I would imagine he does. Oh, that'd be great. I can't get the two in the row. 
<laughs> he played play like Sonic meeting Metal Sonic. <laughs> I know everything that you're going to write. And I know everything you've written. Strange, Strange isn't, isn't it? it? <laughs> MC Bartle explained the reference. Oh. <laughs> Not the Sonic reference. Oh, fun. Thank God for it. Ross will hate me, but I get the gaming ones. Yay. Yay. Okay, so we'll focus on those. Here's a spoiler for you, Noah, for being such a good sport. Two lines into this uh, thing that's officially started. Uh, We're good. (laughs) When it comes to doing Halloween, I haven't asked them yet, but I want to see uh, near the Halloween episode because I haven't checked what date it'll end on. For the podcast, we dress up as as each other. Brilliant. Because that. (laughs) Brilliant. I just want Ross to dress up as me and try and be all nerdy because I think it'll be the funniest thing. <laughs> hey, See, Ross, just read all this. I'll just feed him the most obscure references. So you hey, that play... match on Raw was straight out of Mega Bomber Man. <laughs> <laughs> See what, is that a real game? <laughs> That's amazing. Please do that. Please yeah. do that. That would make me so yes, happy. So I'll just, I'll just pretend. I'll just, if I forget it and never ask it, I'll just say you said no. There you go. Uh, well, I, as far as I'm concerned, you're doing it. Yeah. Anyway, so Mick Foley yeah. says he'd resign. Uh, if anybody got hurt, because Vincent Mann was furious that Mick Foley would put all the top stars in a Hell in a Cell match. He goes, well, what if they all get hurt? That's going to lower the value of WWF. Imagine Vince a really Ma- good point. Um, yeah, imagine Vincent Mann putting all his top stars into a situation that could be highly dangerous. Yeah. Uh, we're, doing a live, we're doing a live stream of Crown Jewel oh, uh, in two no. weeks' time. Twitch.tv forward slash Gilterholic. The joke is, they held the plane hostage. <laughs> wow, thank you, Lipton. <laughs> Empty bottle. Empty not Lipton. Oh, use a shoot name. I'm sorry. I have yeah, to cut that out. Don't use his shoot name. <laughs> How embarrassing and degrading. <laughs> well, Triple H is in hospital with traction. Uh, attractive <laughs> fellow, I guess. Who's <laughs> he? <laughs> 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 you sit there and you thump your traction. <laughs> Oh. Uh, Triple H was not thumping his so, traction in hospital. He had a bad arm. No, this is a public, it's a public hospital. It can't be bagging your ste- traction. He got Steph to thump his traction for him when he got home. So Vince demands Mick Foley be a man of his word, steady Finn, and make sure he resigns. If you don't resign, I'll make you. And Vince McMahon <laughs> points out Dinner. that <laughs> that Foley. Ever spent the time with his family that he should have done. And they show clips of Royal Rumble 99. What a oh. great event. If only Mick Foley could remember it. <laughs> God. That was a great... I mean, I mean, I know you joined 06 and you, you, know, you found the Rumble. You watched Beyond the Mat, so you'll know Oh, that. so yeah, of course, I watched Beyond the Mat. You'll watch that, that horrific event. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's... Oh, my God. Poor Mick. That's yeah. scary. Laugh a minute, Mick. The man took a shoe in. Yeah. Foley Oof. says maybe he'll sign his resignation. But maybe he won't. And uh, and it's a surprise move. Here's Wee Willy Regal, the European champion, to urge Foley to do so. It's a bit of an upgrade for him, considering the last few months he's been losing to Perry Sutton and crap matches. Hey, this is the beginning of the rise of William Winky Regal now. I'm very happy. But uh, Regal is unable to convince Mick Foley to do so because Steve Austin encourages Foley to tear it up and shove it up Vince's <laughs> ass and stun us everyone because it's uh, Steve Austin. Yeah, uh, there you go. Exactly. Mick Foley puts a soccer on Vince and he tears the contract up. He does not, sadly, shove up his ass. Again, Finn Martin. Again, I can't believe he'd lie like that. He promised sure. us the arse and it didn't happen. Finn Martin is furious. He's always furious. And then that was the recap. Earlier today, got the early day before the start, Stephanie begs Foley to think about Linda 
and how she's not doing well. She's very sick post-divorce uh, because this is the episode. It's an uh, episode after Vince went. I'm sick of this, right? I come out sick here to this. protect like my balcony. Yeah, sick of this. I'm sick of this. Mick Foley embarrasses us by booking that match. He then doesn't resign. I come out trying to save everybody. Uh, everyone boos me. I get attacked by everybody for their own well-being. And then Linda comes out and cooks me and says, no, I put Mick Foley in the charge of the thing. In the charge. Yeah, she's not very good promos. Um, you know, that's it. Mick Foley's got the side. And Vince just goes, I've had enough of this. Now my wife's told her. Right, I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> and, uh, and then Linda's like, oh, no, emotions. So she, uh, Linda's currently very sick. Vince has taken out all his stress on her. So could Mick Foley tonight, says Steph, can you please take it easy on Vince, please? Mick Foley says, he'll try. Widdy wee, widdy woo, widdy wee. I just cut off. Noah, Noah, what were you saying no, there, pal? You're good. I did have a note about this. I thought it was funny. Um, Steph, Stephanie was talking to Mick, and she's like, well, he takes his anger out on me and Shane a little bit, but it's like, yeah, a little bit. You know, booking yourself in a street type with both your kids eventually. You know, that's just a little bit. I hate to see what he does to Linda. <laughs> this is it. The seeds have been sown. in a cell. <laughs> in a cell. You came to me <laughs> at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. In traction last time. In traction. <laughs> I mean, okay. The, the One ne- minute you were on a chair, <laughs> and the next you were stood <laughs> up. <laughs> stood uh, up. <laughs> what's What's really exciting now? We mentioned this last week. Um, is that this This is the beginning of of not just a, a lot of really fun little moments going forward. The beginning of really regal. This is the beginning. This is we are now slowly building. Even now, slowly building to the biggest pop in WrestleMania uh, history. The biggest pop yes, in WrestleMania Linda. history. The build starts in December. Crazy. We yes. are in we are in Little Rock, which is what Rocky Johnson would yell when it was tea time. <laughs> <laughs> Little Rock. I'm glad that worked. Some of these this was written a week and a half ago. I'm like, oh god. Uh, Edge and Christian, the new tag champs, are here to wrestle in a non-title match because, of course, they won them in a very whatever four-way match at Armageddon. And before we carry on, Noah, did you see Armageddon 2000? Um, I've gone back and watched it. I know the Hell in a Cell is like one of my favorite matches ever. I was a kid, I was watching. I was like, oh my god, this is awesome! They're all bleeding. Yeah, and then I go over and like, oh, that's kind of painful, but it's still cool. <laughs> yeah, from it sums up wrestling in the period uh, on Raw. <laughs> They teamed up with Kurt Angle to lose to The Rock and the Dudleys in a table elimination match. So tonight, it's the Dudleys one-on-one, one-on-one, two-on-two, non-title. Uh, they have the usual goodness with Devon sporting the long-sleeved black-and-white T-shirt that I wanted as a kid but couldn't get. <laughs> Just saying, kids today don't appreciate how easy it is to get merch of something you like. Like, I bought oh, a Cuphead yeah. T-shirt from HMV. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, that's, that's a crazy thing for an indie game. That's pretty cool. being able to be apologies at shops in real life. And uh, a, few yeah. day, a few days before this, fun fact about the Dudley boys. Go on. Um, they rocked up in ECW. That's right. The one night return of the Dudleys. Yeah, They haven't released on the network, which is kind of crazy. No, it's never been mentioned anywhere. So you forgive them for not knowing about it. But like on the 15th of December, they ECW did a show in Queens and the Dudleys were thrown. That was it. And they were, they were flown in to do a tag team match, teaming up with Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Uh, no plans Simon to use Simon Diamond, them. Swinger. I've got it right here. Anderson, I believe. 
Look at you go. You with the memory. Yeah, C.W. Anderson, camp. Johnny Swinger, and Simon Diamond versus Tommy Dream and the Dudley Boys. Yeah. No plans for future use of the Dudleys, but WWF at this point did have a nice little relationship with ECW yeah. where they could bring people back and forth and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Go. So weird. The Fun fact. Well, that was, but so... Yeah, I'm putting any play-by-play on this because I didn't think there'd be someone here talking, so I look like a bum here, but this is the usual goodness I put here. Um, mm-hmm. Until Christian gets nailed with the 3D, but Edge bonks Bubba with the tag titles, behind the rest back to retain. Usual de- decentness, that's a word, but nothing different here. Yeah, I put it's good. It's always good between these four. Yeah, this was just yeah. a match. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts there, Noah? Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought it was funny. The first thing I noticed was that uh, Christian came out. He was wearing the same uh, Willy Wonka's goggles from the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie, so I thought that was kind of funny. You're right. That's that's the only other time I've seen those giant, like, bug eyes, or whatever they're supposed to be. From the Willy yeah, Wonka. On the giant, Willy like, Wonka. red bug yeah. eye goggles or whatever. Good shout. From the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yeah, that Have one. Have you seen the other one? The good one. Oh, I've definitely seen the other one. It's oh, way thank better. thank God. All right. God, imagine kids who don't know the original. Oh, it makes me sick. There's a whole... Oh, uh, uh, soon, there's going to be probably a whole generation that only know the evil dark drama that is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory probably on Netflix. I don't know if there is one, but it would not shock me if in the next 12 months we get some announcement mm. like that. I remember there was one time at a festival in America went to, and they're like, oh my God, are you British? Oh God, I'm sorry, I'm doing American accent. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how, how it sounds, mostly. That's how she sounded. <laughs> Nailed it now. She's from Ohio. Ohio. She went, who's your favorite Doctor <laughs> Who? I went, I started out speaking, of the four, and I'm like, <laughs> a while ago, and I'm like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> what, did you, what did you say out of interest? Well, she had a Matt Smith t-shirt on, so I went, I Peter Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Capaldi? Peter <laughs> What are you doing here? <laughs> Vince McMahon arrives mid-show. Via limo, wearing a coat over his jacket, like he's a mob boss. Mate, read my notes. Also, read my notes. Yeah, like a mobster. Vince McMahon gets out of a car with a coat over his shoulders, looking like, like a mobster. mobster. <laughs> we I've, both read the same oh, yeah, thing. I've added a mobster. Like Noah, did you write the same thing? I wrote, um, I said he's wearing a jacket that looks like he's going to make, make an offer he can't refuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Actually, Noah's was the best. Noah's was the best there. <laughs> he's a mob boss, also happens to be ready for a jiu-jitsu master. <laughs> You ever see that, like, oh, you, you punk, uh, kids today? It's like, yeah, we're going to do old man. He just does the, the neck crank thing, and he goes, and just rips his jacket off. Like, oh, no, this 54-year-old man knows jujitsu. Sounds like Stu Hart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bum. <laughs> what are you going to do, old man? And everyone goes, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to stretch you. Come here. I'm going to stretch you. Come within two yards of me, and I say that, you bum. <laughs> Get within my field of vision and say that, you bum. Kills a man with his little finger. Oh, hey. God bless you, Steve. Hey, you came to read the meter. <laughs> you uh, came to me to read the meter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that song. There's a there's a there's a great story today that um, I discovered because um, obviously we lost Reggie Park on Friday, uh, who was it was announced he'd, he'd passed. He was the guy that made like the winged eagle belt. And the oh, Intercontinental title, oh, yeah. yeah. He made some of the most iconic title belts in history. He even made the belt that Madonna wore on the cover of Hard Candy. Fun fact. Mm. There you go. Um, and there's a great clip that's doing the rounds from the Steve Austin show where Bret Hart calls in and talks about a prank that Owen played on Stu where Brett, where Owen rang 
Stu doing an impression of oh, Reggie yeah. Parks, who is a, who is a phenomenal shoot fighter, and and Owen's doing an impression of Reggie to Stu, and Stu's like, "Oh, hey, Reggie, how's it going?" And there's Owen going, <laughs> "Stu, how come you never tried me?" How come you never tried to fight me, Stu? And Stu is suddenly going, Hey, I was just calling, just thought you were just calling to say hello. You want to go? You could have you could have asked me 50 years ago. And he's going, Yeah, meet me in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> and Stu's getting pumped up. And then Brett says he remembers watching Stu go, and slam the phone down. He just takes sits on the bed and goes, Oh, your brother Owen got me. <laughs> Heart banter. Oh, man. <laughs> God, those hearts in their ribs. Go on. My favorite thing with Brett and that belt is that recently did that video where they gave him that custom winged eagle. eagle. He's like, I love this belt so much. The best one, and it's better than the crap one they have right now. (laughs) Oh, God, (laughs) Jess. Better than the piece of shit they got. What was it posted on? uh, It was was like Andrew Dice Clay, I think. He posted them on on Twitter. He goes, I think he's at StarCast. I don't know which one. uh, Brett Hart going, what I understand is uh, these Hall of Fames. Well, oh, uh, yes. the WWE Hall of Fames, and they come out there, and uh, they're so shitty. And I was like cheering. He goes, yeah, they all come out there, and they thank Vince. They thank Steph. They don't thank any of the people that made them. You know, I'm like, if you're going to be a Hall of Fame, and you be put on a pedestal, you should thank the people that got you there, you know? <laughs> I fucking love Brett. <laughs> Brett, there's like, I was watching a video last night. It's just a half hour of him just burying everyone. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's so good at it. Because he's that's exactly what he believes. He's not like saying this to help his cause or anything like that. Oh, it's just like, because he would benefit him to shut up. He's like, <laughs> no, he genuinely means it. Like the first five minutes, it's like, it, it goes by person, like who he's burying. And the first five minutes is Eric Bischoff. And like every clip oh. is like, yeah, he sucks. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's stupid. He's an idiot. Yeah. And then he gets to Triple H. Well, he's a good wrestler, but he's an ass kisser. You know, I never liked him. He sucks. You know, he was never one of the boys. <laughs> did, did Brett ever do stand-up? I feel like he'd be brilliant. I feel like he'd... he'd I would go if he did. I, I definitely would. No, mate, you and I'd be there. It's just Brett Hart did stand-up. Brett, Brett, what do you think of Seth Rollins? Oh, I can't believe that he, he broke John Cena's nose like that. <laughs> I, I, how reckless have you got to be? I mean, you know, I never broke anybody's nose. And I was working stiff. I was working with stiffs like Dino Bravo every night. <laughs> I broke my ribs. <laughs> Fucking worst wrestler in the history of WWF. <laughs> right. We need to go to a, to a Bret Hart stand-up night. Bret, what do you think of? Just insert a name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. People saying, what do you think of this wrestler? Oh, that guy, you know. Piece of shit. What a fucking dick. (laughs) He's a good worker, but he fucking sucks. (laughs) (laughs) He's so contradictory. Wow, he's one of the best wrestlers of all time. God, he sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Brett just saying everybody is equally great and crap. And then his closer is, what do you think of Shawn Michaels? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is like, that's like when he's walked off stage and he's coming back to do an encore. That's the encore. You don't it? know if he's going to do an encore As he's walked he off stage, they go, he hasn't mentioned Shawn yet. He hasn't mentioned Shawn yet. <laughs> Get back in He here. goes off stage and they start chanting, HBK, HBK. <laughs> and he comes back out. You guys want to hear what I think of Shawn? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart oh, comedy night. What a oh. night. Live at Sydney Opera House. <laughs> if Bret Hart's somebody to be funny without meaning to be funny. Yeah, he's just like, I don't understand. This isn't a comedy tour. Yes, yeah. it is, Brett. What do you think of the local casino? Oh, it fucking sucks. Yeah! <laughs> but, I re- but I really like it. What do you think of Newcastle United? Oh, I don't get why they take the money from the side. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway. Incidentally, did that come up in the podcast? Oh, oh mate. Brilliant. You should have seen the very start. I'll say this quickly as if it's a secret. Um, because Because bear in mind by now, by the time people are hearing this, it's already out. Jack was giving a big ones about oh, this. No. And uh, Oh no. Yeah. So he, uh, Jack and Ross had that look on each other's face like it was gonna be like Austin Rock. Oh, and no. then it's like <laughs> and then Ross is Ross is very, very good at like summarizing a lot of different thoughts at once and one lovely, lovely, wonderful statement, a paragraph of stuff, and Jack was just like yeah, I agree. <laughs> Jack. I disagree, but I'm going to say nothing. Um, this, oh, the, the, so tense. The, si- awesome. the significance. I loved it. Explain to Noah the significance. Oh, okay, of it. okay. So over here, you're doing it wrong. You know how to explain. Oh, it. you fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> empty <Why> bottle. Empty. <laughs> God. Remember, you started it. Remember Krusty the Clown is like, well, we don't have any money for itchy and scratchy, but <laughs> yeah. we do have... Um, what the hell is that? Yeah, like... like <laughs> Remote and empty together again. <laughs> they fight, they like. Fight, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so uh, Lipton says. Uh, sorry, sorry, Use his shoot name oh, again. The shoot name. I tell you, MT, one of the worst workers I ever worked with was MT Barlow. God, was he bad. Couldn't work a lick. MT, uh, have to be buried by Brett, says uh, here in Tyneside, Tyne and Weir. Uh, county in the dark, dark a lot house. of pe- <laughs> sure. and uh, <laughs> it's split where a lot of people in this area support Newcastle United and if they don't then they support Sunderland and if they don't then they I support, support Blythe weird, like Man-, Man City I was like, oh yeah Blythe that doesn't count you can't be your local one you know? support your local oh, okay. team exactly exactly so Newcastle United last night it's finally been, it's been rumoured for years that they're going to be taken out by the Saudis because everyone hates the owner Mike Ashley they hate him they hate him worse than evil Vince McMahon yeah. <laughs> Linda Ashley, I want a divorce and a Palmer. Um so they've been taking over and people are like, hooray, hooray. And people have been again, it's just hard to put into terms. A football fan. Yay, no more actually we don't like him. As a humanitarian, people are like, uh oh, the blood money. Uh, and so it's just getting the generalization between people being happy for the football club, not being happy where the money's coming from, but as Ross said very, very succinctly, we can't control that. We can't right. control where the money's going from. And <laughs> pretty soon, all every club in the Premier League will be owned by an evil billionaire. And uh, it'll be about who wins the goals. Because <laughs> football's fake. So anyway, that's why I bring that up. Mick Foley uh, shows up and talks to Vince, who's been stood here very politely for five minutes. He has been very up. politely waiting for us to get around to it. And he goes, hey, Vince, and starts talking, to which Vince disgustingly looks at him and just replies, hey, Vince... Who else question marks on the end? Mr. Man brings up Foley's disgusting sock and says, look, I'll speak to you later. Foley. If that is your real name. If that is your real name. <laughs> it's just, I just, again, there wasn't much about having that, but it was just make Foley go, hey, Vince. And it's like, hey, Vince. Vince. <laughs> yeah, you do better than me, Noah. Spits it out, doesn't he? Like it's, like it's Vince. A, a, like a chewy bit of fat. Yes. Kurt Angle is in the ring. And he is mad that no one respects him after attaining at Hell in a Cell and then going through no a table respect. match. There we go. No. Oh! We can see which one's, we can see which ones uh, Noah's been really. listening to. Hey, no respect. I no. Get no respect around you. John, uh, John Eiley is the king of the impression. Uh, no respect. Me and my wife, we spoke <laughs> after sex. I've had the same pocket for 37 years. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> I've had a great contraceptive. I asked my wife if she wants to have sex, and she says no. <laughs> No respect. 
I'm the reason they invented double beds. Uh, <laughs> double bed. No, I said that one, didn't double I? Double beds. Split beds. <laughs> Twin beds. Two beds. No other- respect. <laughs> to- no respect. That's not how that joke works. Like, oh, the reason why they invented two beds. Uh, Book beds. No. Split beds. Book beds. That, that, it works when he says it. It does. Uh, hey, Johnny. Colonel <laughs> um, Ken, no respect. After taking it out of the cell. No but respect. why would Arkansas... Not Arkansas, as I've said before. Arkansas. Arkansas, <laughs> respect him. They only do that for people who gain 50 pounds and have affairs with their secretary. Yay! Oh, Bill Clinton jokes. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's, no, he's not going to be president for much longer. Hey, not Bill much longer. Clinton. Yeah. I was get the jokes while they're at it. Mm, get the get, <laughs> right. yeah, just, just get the memes out there. Well That's done, it. Kurt. Press F for Bill. <laughs> Kurt Angle calls... <laughs> Kurt Angle calls uh, Mick Foley... Triple H, a hungry, hungry hypocrite. <laughs> Fuck. Mick Foley shows up to call Kurt Angle a crybaby, if the resort in the name called him, and said everyone got hurt because Vince opened the door to hell in the cell. So it's Vince's fault. So if Mick Foley resigned, he'd be rewarding Vince for bad behavior. So he's staying. <laughs> Good excuse. Proving he's not a man of his word, as Finn Martin yells, God, God, how many references to Finn Martin the right this bloody thing? <laughs> so, William Regal shows up again. Oh, good. It's going to be a recurring thing. He tells Michael Foley. That's how he says Michael it. Foley. Michael Foley. He needs some reality. And while Regal was quoting Shakespeare, Austin stunned him. Mick Foley lets the bloody hooligans run around the bloody place. <laughs> this is a quote. <laughs> These bloody hooligans with the bloody Mr. Bean and the... Bloody, bloody bollock bollocks! Eating the porridge and asking for four candles and making a bloody mess of everything. <laughs> Mick Foley doesn't like... that we Americans know. Exactly! There we go. What else do you please? Just watch, watch PBS. Yeah, there what else go. did you PBS people get? Oh, running around at fast speed while Yakety Sacks bloody plays. They um, get keeping up appearances on PBS? Well, mi- the bouquet uh, residence Open all hours is on PBS. Yes, they're open all hours. Bloody hell. EastEnders is on there. (laughs) Have you seen EastEnders? Uh, No, I haven't. I didn't think you would. I'll be very shocked if you had. Um, (laughs) Mick Foley doesn't like all these British references, and he does not like the feeling that William Regal was besmirched so they can take on The Rock and Austin tonight in the main event. The Besmirchers. The Besmirchers. besmirchers. That's right, the new tag name. I like they call Where's that custom titan drawn on YouTube? <laughs> uh, and he asks Regal to have a jolly day. Uh, I like this bit. Points for effort for the guy in the crowd who had a side that says, Kurt, it's your party. You can cry if you want to. Oh, that was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> it pre- predates, wrestler, uh, predates signs slagging off video games by about 21 oh, years. Boom. So we're still just slagging off the wrestlers at this the point. Dark <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Ages. Dark so, uh, Ages. This is a nice segment to set up the main event. I like that. William Regal is going to be a thing still. And mm. the fact that Mick Foley explained, look, I'm not going against me word. It was all right. No one was dying or bleeding until Vincent Mann opened the door, which is true. And that's a really yeah. valid point. That's yeah. a really valid point, to be fair. It's a thing they used to do a lot more of back in the day. They don't do it now in 2021 on Raw or SmackDown. But it's nice they did this all the time. Like, no, if you remember last week, like, what? We're expecting you to have a tension span. That's amazing. <laughs> so what do you think of it, Noah? Um, I thought it was a good segment. I just, I thought it was kind of funny uh, that Kurt Angle came out. He's like, I won the Olympics and everything. And they're in a Southern state and they're going to boo America winning. I was like, wow, that's, that <laughs> I doesn't about that. ever happen. <laughs> that doesn't ever happen. Yeah. 
I beat the Russians. Boo. <laughs> wow, okay, tough crowd. No respect. <laughs> I, I, I wish I wish the Rock and Steve Austin would come out together as the Bispurches. They should have at least gotten a shirt. Exactly. If this had been AEW, they'd have had a t-shirt made by the right. end of the night. Just saying. They've got their shit together with t-shirts. They certainly now on Pro Wrestling Tees, the Bismarchers. <laughs> yeah, but literally. Although at this point, be now on WWFshopzone.com, the Bismarchers oh, yeah. t-shirt. Amazing. Vince is on the phone making sure the divorce lawyer is sending the papers every hour to Linda. Oh, and he wants to make sure she definitely can't touch the offshore accounts right. Okay, good. <laughs> Stephanie tries to say something, but he tells her to piss off. <laughs> he really does. Gaze these segments, there's a lot of them. Yeah, this is. Oh yeah. In in the absence of Triple H, uh, Vince McMahon has, has stepped into the role of uh, overly long shoehorned segment hog. Yeah. Oh yes. Imagine if Triple H had been camera, on. You should be thinking, what's Vince McMahon doing? Uh, <laughs> where's Vince? Where's Vince? A very banged up leader shows up for a women's title match because, of course, Dino Malenko stretched her at Armageddon and then knocked off the apron on Raw, and then kissed her, which is very yikes, I've typed this. I couldn't think of any other way of saying that. What did they do to Dino? (laughs) They wanted to make Dino a character. Because this is what they do with, with a lot of guys in the WWF when they come in, is that if they haven't got any discernible gimmick other than brilliant wrestler, they have to have wacky gimmick. And weirdly, the the problem is opposite nowadays in NXT UK, whereby they're all brilliant wrestlers. We could sure do with some wacky gimmicks. Yeah, it's actually funny as well looking back at because yeah, they have to make them their own. So Booker T was pushed way down than when he was in WCW, and then eventually brought back up when he was King Booker. He was WWE made. Yeah, he's also that story. <laughs> but nowadays they've gone the other way and gone. Here's Goldberg. God, did he suck in WWE, but boy, was he great in WCW. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny they've gone around that way. Ivory says she's just like China. Lee's just like China. She just won't listen. And I, oh, and I put here, that feud started then. The Ivory China feud. Mm-hmm. Started on Monday. Oh, goody. I'll get more clips of that later on. Ivory says that China had it coming. Oh, sorry, Lita had, had it. Herself had to it coming. Blame. Yes, she had it coming because she's dressed like that. Oof. Oof, um, wow. It's the year of our Lord, 2000. <laughs> Makes it even better that Jerry Lawler's on commentary. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Agreeing. Oof. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, it's just monstrous. But then, like, Oof. it's it's it, it's very uncomfortable to hear stuff like this now. It's just like, oh man. We're, yeah, we, we yeah I got it written down. Place. Women's wrestling has come a long way, thankfully. Uh, you said <laughs> it. Uh, a leader is so banged up she can barely wrestle. I'll just type in, make your own joke. <laughs> or just watch this match. It goes 30 seconds before Dino shows up. I imagine they saw the action in the ring and pushed him out. <laughs> it is not pretty. Leader dives outside to take out the Iceman. And then she walks back as into a back suplex. Not pretty. Not rewarding and not wanted. Yes. I was a big fan of this segment. What do you think, Tom? You just you just basically read my my Tinder bio there. Oh, <laughs> Tom. Oh, yeah. um, 
I, I, yeah, the match is nothing. It feels like they're building towards Dean versus Lita for the light heavyweight title. That's what it feels like we're building <laughs> yeah. to here. And if that's what we get and Lita wins the light heavyweight title, then all paid off. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, we all run out of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of my hands. I'm just a clock. <laughs> An old man died. <laughs> oh, look, a computer. Um, yeah, I think the match, there was nothing to, there was nothing to the match. Yeah, nothing. Um, Dean's back in later, and I, there's a lovely little footnote for Dino in a bit. Mm. More on that Goody. later. On Raw, Raven killed Al Snow. He did. Mick Foley. An old man dies. <laughs> <laughs> Mick, uh, Mick Foley, though, is uh, not happy with this. He seems Even though very he buries mad. Al Snow incessantly in his book. Mm. <laughs> yeah, his entire gimmick is making fun of Al Snow, but only he can make fun of Al Snow. So instead of rewarding Raven, he instead books Raven in a hardcore match with The Undertaker tonight. Mm. Standard. And Raven's like, yeah, sure. I like hardcore matches. It's like, oh, this proves Raven was on drugs during this period. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they correctly identify this is The Undertaker's first hardcore match. Mm. Uh, a future hardcore champion in the making. That's right. <laughs> he'll, he'll do well in that division someday. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stephanie interrupts <laughs> Vincent Mann again. Stephanie says she's motionless and expressionless. No, Lind Steph says, no, Stephanie oh, says no, Linda. I, damn it. All right, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Linda says, well, yeah. and Vince is like, well, nothing's changed there. <laughs> <laughs> when we were having sex. <laughs> all right, Vince. All right. There you go. <laughs> She's a carpenter's dream, Steph. <laughs> Flat as a board and easy to screw. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say something like that. I like get no respect. Either. All right, I mean, <laughs> don't, don't shout over Noah, Christ. <laughs> I mean, he says, some, he says something that has an undertone that it's pretty minging later on. Oh, oh A couple just, of things. This is what, all building yeah. and building. <laughs> right. I have written down here something because I think Stephanie said to Vince, she's like, you're just disgusting. I was like, oh, just wait until you get pregnant. Wait till you, has, wait till you hear what Vince has planned for you oh, then. Right? <laughs> Jesus. <My God>. Vince. <laughs> I've got an idea. And it's as oh, hot as my oh. pants. <laughs> oh, great. What's well, one way to follow more right to censor in-ring match? More in-ring right to censor stuff. Uh, do you want an update on the WWE versus Parents Television oh, Council? So WWF is, <laughs> so I don't know if you know Noah, but WWF is now suing the PTC saying oh, okay. you actually did do something wrong. Uh, they're suing them for defamation of character and a number of other things and uh, the wording of the lawsuit is, uh, is one that's very emotionally driven and one that the court are really biting on. Uh, L. Brent Bozell of the PTC responds to the lawsuit saying, that, uh, Bozell says uh, about the lawsuit, it's one of the most ridiculous and dishonest pleadings I've ever, pla ever placed before a court. He says, while some of the statements are so ridiculous, they're actually funny. On the whole, it's the most vicious document he's ever seen. This is L. Brent Bozell. He goes on to say that WWE, quote, won't succeed. Too much is at stake. No, everything is at stake here. This is going to be, I tell you now, a bloody, ugly battle. But we're going to fight it with everything we've got. <laughs> I'm absolutely confident that at the end of the day, the whole world would already see us clearly vindicated, but we will see the WWFE unmasked for the wretched entity that it is. They didn't win the court case. Ah, <laughs> it was almost building up to like Braveheart. Yeah, it's very, very theatrical for L. Brent Bozell. Yeah. It's almost like he's a cornered man. 
Like he's been he's been saying all these things and uh, like that was it because um, part of the lawsuit was that. Um, WWF said, well, on the, the PTC said that we were responsible for the death of three yeah, people. And they said, we never said that. To which WWF posted on the show on their website, WWFE is the result of three people dying. And Brent's defense was, oh, we meant to put wrestling, not WWFE. <laughs> I think Mick Foley's weird, <laughs> weird, weird defense when he was like, yeah, all that stuff got in his second book. He goes on for a weird tangent defending. And he's like, all right, some of it is. But it was so one of the weirdest defenses I've ever heard. It's like, well, one person uh, hurt the child by hitting him with a jackknife powerbomb. Well, that's Kevin Nash's move from WCW. I'm like, Foley. Yeah, let's <laughs> not uh, play silly buggers here. I might have to go to court and have to say, okay, Mick Foley, explain to us, the layman, the difference between a powerbomb and a jackknife powerbomb. <laughs> Mick Foley's like, um... <laughs> It's a bit, it's a bit lame. The word, it's uh, it's it's a weird defense by Mick Foley, yeah. but I get what they're trying to do. So, again, the RTC, obviously a knockoff parody, whatever homage to the PTC, are back with more in-ring thrilling action. Hurrah! With Valvius <laughs> heading out, and we get clips as Slam of the Week One Eight Hundred Collect <laughs> present the Raw Spike Pile Driver to China. And I forgot what a beaut of a pile driver it was. Because at this point, they yeah. banned pile drivers mm. outright, but they'd reserve them for special angles like this. And she bounces. Mm. She so. pulled like a Rob Van Dam pile, pile driver cell. That was crazy. She absolutely did. China out with an injury. That was teamwork making the dream work, that was. Absolutely. It was Val Venus delivering a nice power bomb. It was China reacting well to it. Yeah. I like how the 1 800 Collect Slam of the Week celebrates the career ending injury of China. It is weird, isn't it? <laughs> well, Slam of the Week. Oh, she's got a concussion. Oh, she... So, even more China versus RTC. Good God. I went, this bastard it went all the way to WrestleMania X7. Because they've been, this has been a filler feud to build up the fact that Daddy Guerrero, Billy Gunn, China thing got a bit messed up and it didn't go the way it went. All right, cool. So now, even at this point, it's like, all right, can we wrap this up and do yeah. something else? But now it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to carry on until... So that's five Till the months. cows come home. <laughs> it, it went wow. nearly as long as X-Pac Kane. It did, didn't it? Yeah, I didn't realize it was that Jeez. long. Which is but did it go as long as Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre? <laughs> Good point. That did go oh. on for roughly 80 years. It, it almost as long as uh, Triple H versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, which, if I just checked, is still happening. <laughs> that still happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how that works exactly, but here we are. They're still chanting Bullet Club in that stadium right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Wannus Billy Gunnus is here, and he actually looks motivated and angry, so the crowd cheers him. That's it, Billy. Good job. Yes. Not like the last few weeks. He's like, what do I do? He literally just is lost. Billy Gunn is lost at this point as uh, the one Billy Gunn. <laughs> What's my motivation? Is when your whole shtick is look at my bottom and they go, okay, right. New thing. Do exactly what we've been doing, but you can't point at your bottom. Well, that was kind of all I was doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> like Kevin Nash about the hair. Yeah. How do you do your hair? Click with that hair. Yeah. As Billy attacks Venus, Cole explains how great the ratings were for TNN. If you can't get TNN, then ring your TV provider and yell at them like the gets that they are. <laughs> so weird. Like, wait, you couldn't get TNN? Yeah, so this was the thing. Um, they got a good deal from from the, Nash the Nashville Network, as it was previously mm. known, um, but they weren't in as many homes as the USA Network. Oh. So they were sort of pushing for people to, to rally to get 
TNN in more homes. Because I think part of the deal they signed with TNN was they will up the uh, subscription rate mm. of TNN. So by by basically like lobbying your fans to call your cable operator to get TNN, to yeah. quite literally scream at them and say, get TNN! <laughs> so, sorry, what, sir? <laughs> then then that's they're seen to be doing what they set out to do for TNN. Right. And obviously then they get more eyes on the product. I can't wait till we get to the point where they leave TNN and go back to USA because I think the TNN president or somebody very high up was quoted as saying, like, I'm relieved. I hope all these wrestling fans go away, <laughs> go back to wherever they were doing, and I want to see him ever again. <laughs> it, was, it was just disgusted. Not yeah. a fan of the wrestlers. Uh, not after... I'm sure wrestling fans get better as time goes on. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure they will become more tribal and toxic and angry than they've yeah, ever no, been. Definitely not. Definitely oh, not. God. Uh, Ivory throws the belt in the ring, which is interceptable. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today by Billy and he twats Val for the DQ no one cares though but they do care when he chases Ivory and uh, the crowd is like yeah Billy get her my good <laughs> Billy Gunn has heat oh my god really yeah good. it only took China nearly dying for people to start caring about Billy Gunn yeah and all and they're going to seize upon that momentum by playing his, men, his music look at all I've got and then going straight into more Stephanie talking to Vince segments. What did we think before that of uh, Val and Billy Gunn, Noah? It was very short. Uh, noticed that it was, a lot of these matches are really short. Oh, yeah. The year 2000, yeah. this is what match, uh, average match length was. Yeah, we don't Stunning, do long matches it? at this point. We just yeah. crack on. We've got, we got, we got, we got drama to get to. Man drama. <laughs> Mand- ma- Mandra, if you will. Yes. Mandra. <laughs> That doesn't work at all. Mamra. That's to keep on saying it. Mamra. You sound like a baby calling out for its mom. Vince McMahon yells to Steph. Very sweaty. I mentioned that I'm very sweaty. Sweaty baby. Thanks, mate. Vince yells to Steph, I'm not coming home ever. I will live in this office. In this suit. 
And he goes, nuh-uh, <laughs> he yells. I don't know why, I've just put nuh-uh, he yells. Nuh-uh. Yeah, I think I literally must have yelled nuh-uh. Oh, God. And then Steph heads to the ring with Triple H's dodgy December 2000 song. Yeah. She talks about, sorry, she talks, but the crowd are more interested in making a weird noise. And I'll put ha, ha, ha. I don't know if they were censoring a chant or if they were doing backing vocals for a song only they could hear. <laughs> weird noise from this crowd. I'm not sure what the hell they I doing. couldn't quite make out what it was. Yeah. So I was you dodgy yeah, I don't know. I was confused too. Yeah, things try to censor what they were doing, to be honest with you. Right. Either way, Steph begs for Vince to reconsider, and this goes on forever. Vince starts talking, and the crowd boo a bit, then go back to wishing smartphones had been invented. Vince says Linda was born on the wrong side of the tracks and had a bit of a rep. Vince and Linda had a really good time on the first date, his emphasis, in the back seat of a 69 Chevy. A real damn good time. As if you didn't get the, the symbolism of the 69. Your mother doesn't love me. She loves my money. And he lists everything. She loves the jewelry, the good life, the place. come. You know something? When I look at you, Steph, I see your mother. I see two ungrateful rich bitches. I love the cadence on rich bitches. I know I'm hurt me throat trying to do all these spins, so. Rich bitches. Thank you, bitches. 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 Get out of my life. But wait, give your mother a message. After the divorce, there'll be a new Mrs. McMahon. A voluptuous one. One who can keep up with my sexual prowess. And she'll be about Stephanie's age. And I'll put the bomb is, oh my god, this is this drag. But Vince's tirade at the end was insane. A bit grim when he was going like, ah, come to think of it, Linda looks a bit like you, Steph. And yeah, I got nervous at that point. Yeah, I, like, I, I wondered where that was going as well. It smells a bit like you. Oh, no, no. Oof. This is, well, uh, this is imagine being a McMahon. That'd be a, I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is, this is a bit creepy, wouldn't it, Noah? There's a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> bit on the wrong. I mean, she said, I mean, I mean, Vince reveals that Linda was born on the wrong side of the tracks. Um, is is that how Deuce and Domino got jobs? Wow, wow, wow! So you didn't even notice that off the top of my head. She was born under a bad sign, baby. <laughs> that singing. She was born under a wandering star. <laughs> she was born oh, in the USA. In Bethlehem. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Bodhi. <laughs> I'm going to bone a woman your age, Steph. <laughs> I'll bone you, a woman like you. Not like you, Steph. I just slipped out. Oh, I'm God. sorry. Slipped in. Out, Steph. PTC did nothing wrong. <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So nuts. Mm, don't do nuts. <laughs> Nuttier than squirrel poo. This leads us to Raven versus Undertaker. Hey. Presented by Shop Zone, WWF SmackDown 2, and Chef Boyardee. They're the, back. The company that can't seem to figure out if they're sponsoring or proud of Vince McMahon and WWF. I or wonder not. whether Dave's report from a few weeks ago was overblown. In the sense that, because we reported that Chef Boy ID had pulled their advertising from the WWF, whether or not either Dave had 
kind of overblown it and it was merely a case that they were in renegotiation period or whether or not they saw the lawsuit and realized that PCC were probably uh, you know a bit blowhardy and just went actually we'll work with you again either way they're back on yeah. board or maybe they didn't want to work with WF until they saw this promo and went wow Vince is insane <laughs> <laughs> Call, we want in now we want to bring our overstuffed meat ravioli <laughs> Chef Boyardi ravioli. It's as it's as Italian as Domino's pizza. Yeah, yes, but Italian is the, <laughs> there's a voice cast for the new Super Mario movie. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you only Chef Boyardi, Noah? Um, it's been a little while, but yeah, I've had it before. What's Any it good? like? It's a. It's all right. I mean, I don't know. I've probably had better Italian food at like you know an Italian restaurant. So I would hope but so. Right. Uh, yeah, I God, mean, I would hope so. I mean, yeah, you'd hope so, but yeah, it was all right. I mean, it's good if you're kind of hungry, just randomly. I don't know, it's quick to make. Noah, did you, when you went to have your Chef by ID, did you make sure you have your laptop out? <laughs> That's a podcast reference thing, I'm so sorry. Anyway. Um, Raven versus Undertaker. Raven says... I wonder, do we, should we get some ravioli in for like the Christmas one? I think next week we should get some ravioli. Should we get some ravioli? I'm gonna Chef not... Boy ID. Can we get Chef Boy? Oh, well, Chef I, Boy I, I think we'd have to import it. Oh, for... <laughs> come on. It's going to be worth it if we import it. It's not going to be worth the <laughs> finest canned, <laughs> 100%. overpriced I'm Italian gonna... food. I'm checking Amazon to see Mamma mia, can get. that's a fine processed <laughs> ravioli. Chef Boy RD. Um... Oh, hang on. Watch out with the lack of petrol in this company. This might company uh, country. This might be what our Christmas <laughs> no, meals are going to be made. It's of. it's linking me to um, a song by Armani M and Young Splash called Chef Boyardee. What? Aha! Huh. <laughs> uh-huh, here we go. Oh my god! Right. Okay. Chef Boyardee beef ravioli, um, sixteen pounds for fifteen ounces. What? I think because I've got to import it. Uh, how much is just stuffed ravioli in a can that isn't name no, brand? It's gotta be Chef Boyardee. <laughs> no, can we gonna... just print? Can we just get cans of it and then just print off the label? Yeah, a lot cheaper than freaking sixteen no. quid for. Because Matthew, I believe in honesty with our audience. Why? Because they're worth it, L'Oreal. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, whilst you look at the prices, Chef Boyardee, <laughs> Chef Boyardee. UK ravioli. <laughs> I would uh, unveil the SmackDown debut of Undertaker's second entrance. Oh, I've got notes on this. That's right. Undertaker is here with the Limp Biscuit rolling entrance music, which is also not censored for some reason. It's not, is it? Like, they've been cutting down on the <clears throat> ass references and bitches. Well, obviously, well, that's the owner of the company saying it. But obviously, to keep the PTC placated for a while. But Undertaker, now you know all you beloveness. Right here, and they I do. Am. They do fix it, I think, because they change the order of the music because they get it to the so it jumps in with keep rolling, rolling, rolling. They yeah. do their own remix of it. Uh, this is a rolling um, oh, yeah, air right. raid vehicle remix. I from... love daft names for remixes. Well, see, this is the yes. thing. The, here's the origin. There's two versions. Yeah. There's rolling air raid vehicle and rolling urban assault vehicle. <laughs> Um, the Air Raid version is just the band. It's the one we know and love. Urban Assault is a remix featuring DMX, Red Man, and Method Man. Now, mm. uh, this was what they wanted the song to actually be. 
was the was the urban assault vehicle version. That was what Limbiscuit imagined it to be. But then when they put together, Wes Borland said this to Song Facts in an interview. He said uh, they they turned it into a rock song just for a little bit of fun, whilst like you know having a bit of a jam session. They went, actually, we need to release this as a rock song. They couldn't decide, so they went, why not both? So both versions are on the album. I don't think I've ever heard the other version. Yeah, it's it's uh, full of rapping and stuff. That you might sense. you might have heard it. Uh, might not even known it. It might be, I think, because I'm pretty sure I've heard it. I think I've heard a rap version of Roland. Because I go to rock clubs, I've probably heard Roland 10,000 times. Mm. <laughs> so if I'm ever, which is actually very useful, because if you're completely out your mind on, um, you know, uh, cinnamon whiskey, you can just, you know, switch your brain off and let the boy do the roll and roll and move in, move out, hands down my pants, I'm back up, back up. By the way, we're obviously of the age that grew up li- loving Limp Bizkit. Loving the un- shit un- right Unironically, here. unironically. What about yourself, Noah? Um, I like a lot of like heavy metal, but like Limp Bizkit specifically, I haven't listened to too much, to be honest. Um, oh, not even the hits? But I do respect them. I do respect them, though, like um, like music-wise. Like, I like that kind of music, like new metal. I, have, I actually have a Slipknot tattoo, so I like that. Oh, nice. What's too. the Slipknot tattoo? Um, Sorry, what'd you say? What's the tattoo? Oh, it's the um, it's their logo. I got it on my shoulder. It pretty much covers like my entire shoulder. Lovely. Like it's like the Slipknot S logo. Oh, yes. Ah. Good times. I'm so yeah. glad I got to see them live um, a few times. Oh, they're good festivals. Oh, they are great live. They're great live. Just for spit it out. Everyone get down <laughs> on your knees. That People was so like, fun. oh, because it's great. Because I imagine at a gig, everyone's like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, that old or beaten up. But at a festival where you've been walking for several days, like everyone crouched, like, oh, just to see people going, ah, ah, my quads. All their legs crunching. Yeah. Is Spit It Out the one that goes, Spit It Out. Beautiful. Beautiful. With all the rapping in it. It's like they're yeah. hearing it. Because everyone would go down to. Everyone jumps at the same time. Ah. Jump the fuck up. Jump the fuck up, bird. Would you like to jump Jump, jump up, please? Yeah. <laughs> jump up. Please start jumping please. and jumping. Please commence jumping. Thank you. We are sli- Hello, we're a slipknot. Um, <laughs> so, uh, vi- the video to Rolling uh, cost $3 million to make. On what? <laughs> so crazy, these music videos back in the day cost millions, and you see them and go, are they all made in the same studio? Oh, it was, it was. This was filmed on top of the World Trade Center. Oh. oh it was on top of the World Trade Center. It featured Fred Durst driving around in a Bentley Azure. It featured helicopters swooping around New York. Oh, so they paid for helicopters, the Bentley, the use of the World Trade Center, and obviously a bit of cash for Fred Durst's mates, uh, Stephen Dorff and Ben Stiller, yep. who make a cameo in the video as well. Stephen so, Dorff was running high at that point. He was played. He was high as a kite. Yeah. <laughs> so they, all, <laughs> they all were at that point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, partner. That's it. Keep on rolling, baby. Music no, videos are like... Geez. Everyone, everyone, gather around, gather around, quick, quick. The new Limp Biscuit video single is, is out. <laughs> quick, darling, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> Limp Biscuit, grab your coat, put on a little makeup. Yeah. Limp Biscuit is playing. <laughs> uh, yes, they were, they were big on MTV, which is why they could yeah. utilize the budget, uh, why they had the budget to make it. And it's funny now because a lot of these videos are being put on YouTube and they're like, yeah, here we go, it's at 10 million hits and all this. It's like, yeah, in 480p. <laughs> and they're like it's so embarrassed so a bunch of them get like remastered uh, there was the one it was a big deal when they did up uh, Wham's Last Christmas in 4K yeah I remember that's oh, a bit, yeah, a bit weird that. watching that it's like what it, lo- it looks it looks like it was filmed yesterday I don't it uh, looks too like do you ever get the thing where like 4K stuff looks like it's too good 
and your brain, like it's a bit uncanny valley and your brain goes a bit. you've never seen it like that. I think that's it. It's like seeing something for the first time. Yeah. It made me a little, made my head itch yeah. a little bit. Uh, this would also be um, Limp Bizkit's first UK number one. Hey. Uh, the other they, they'd have a number one in the rock chart mm-hmm. uh, with Take a Look Around the soundtrack's Mission uh, Impossible but this will be the first time it would be <clears throat> number one in the general chart oh. <clears throat> didn't go to number one in America but it went number one in the UK That's we bloody love Limb Biscuit we love that Limb Biscuit <laughs> over here imagine all those HMV employees spelling it B-I-S-C-U-I-T uh, bless them <laughs> God love them. So those are my hey, facts hey. about Limbiscuit rolling. Raven gets attacked immediately with a big boot. <laughs> the end. Undertaker bonks a trash can over Raven's head. Raven tries to use a toolbox, but Undertaker ignores it. Raven gets bounced around, and Undertaker gently lands some steps on his head, which the cameras try to cut to make look more brutal. It looked like crap. They did look a bit crap, didn't they? He's like, hey, Raven, here's a hat for you to try on. <laughs> You know what I noticed about this? He hit him with the steps, but in the back of the head. Then later, he's bleeding on his forehead. So I was like, wow. I, I guess they were using 2K graphics back then. Uh, <laughs> that's how hard he hit him. Yeah, he hit him so hard in the back that his blood just screwed out his front of his head. Blood moved to the front. The, the pain traveled. He kept on rolling, rolling, rolling the other side. Hey! Uh, Raven gets bounced around. Uh, he gigs, as you just pointed out, and then takes a chair shot to the head. Probably should be the other way around. Uh, before Undertaker gives him a last ride to the announce table to give the Ginger Ninja the victory. Yay. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. That's what do you right. reckon, Noah? Uh, I liked Undertaker's ponytail during this time. It was great. Undertaker's <laughs> <laughs> hair at this point is quite a, an interesting one. Taker's just in general, like like his hair is getting more and more ginger. Sometimes he wears funny trousers. <laughs> like he's a, he's a real character at this point. <laughs> he's midlife it? crisis, divorce dad, Undertaker. <laughs> he truly is. <laughs> I always thought, and I'd like to know what we think of this team. I always thought that Undertaker and Raven could have had a good program together. I always thought that because of like the aesthetics, but you forget like Undertaker's all about like the ministry in your souls and I'm dead. Uh, and Raven's just like, I don't believe in the, the trials of society and the things that we have to follow and stuff. And they're like, they're not. No, but I mean like um, Biker Taker versus Raven. I'm not saying yeah. like, you know, I'm not like, you know, ministry taker. Biker taker and Raven but could have been fun. I think Generation Gap would have just been, would have killed it. Because it was like a, a, a dad with his son at that point. Like, hmm, where should we go? And he goes, I don't know, man. We'll have to do anything. Because we're bikers. <laughs> Biker That's right. law. That's right, dad. We're bikers. Yeah. <laughs> the sidecar. I remember in my younger days. In my younger days. Uh, I, uh, I, I used to do a lot of like fantasy wrestling booking stuff mm. in big notepads and things. Triple and H I, says you can't be doing that. No, he's told me not. He's, yeah, yeah, it's true. He got very stroppy in that uh, in that press conference, didn't he? Stop using your imagination because we're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop using your imagination, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first time first time Meltzer's out-talked somebody in quite some time. was very impressed. He was just like, Triple H, just, look, just stop having fun and just watch it. Like, but we're not having just fun. Stop, watch, just watch it, <laughs> Dad. Watch it and don't complain. God, just don't say it. Shit. Um, I, I did a thing where I was writing like, WWF 2001 with that, as we've talked about on previous episodes, that snake bit roster where like everybody's dead. Uh, but going, what if the invasion hadn't happened? Is there anything here that you could possibly salvage and make a decent wrestling year out of? And I think one of the things I did have was like Raven and The Undertaker. 
and like Raven kind of doing the DDP stalker thing. Like, I think there is some, something malicious in Raven to having like kidnap Sarah and maybe, you know, mm. DDT Paul mm. Bear. Uh, Paul Bear is not around, but you bring him in for a bit and you like, I like kind of mash up that whole DDP Undertaker thing and the Undertaker CM Punk thing. And I think you could have got a good couple of matches out of them. Mm. I really do. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but Raven needed a stable at this point. Raven by himself. Well, you could have built work. a thing. You could have had the flock. You could have made the flock. I'm sure there would have yeah. been some, some scrubbers. You could you think it gets right to censor and just gives them... There you go! biscuits, hot dog-flavoured water. There you go. Here you go, listen to this. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Richards, Bobby Cannon, Godfather Valvinus, all go grungy. Yeah. They all come right. out with red caps and the white suits. Amazing. There you go. Done yeah. it. We've done it. We fixed Done. it. We fixed it. No, no. Stuff Some would right say it'd be easy to make Raven a member of Right to Censor, but let's do it the long way around. No. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. To become members of Raven. Yeah, but Steve, Steve Richards can't rule over Raven. It's a, no, it's weird. weird <laughs> Makes me feel a bit queasy. Yeah. Next up, the Hardys take on the Radicals. Uh, Benoit deals with Jeff Hardy by pushing him during a charge and he lands outside the ring from the velocity of the shove. It just bounces. That like. is some toss. <laughs> How light is he? I put here. Perry beats up Jeff while Lola goes, her. Terry gets turned on by this. <laughs> For some reason. That wasn't a gimmick. But then Jeff Hardy rolls up Benoit to win in less than two minutes. What? Benoit's the IC champ. Why was it so quick? Oh, because there's more Vince segments coming up. Get it done quick. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that was very weird to see a match that got that quick. I thought it might be leading to Jeff maybe getting amongst it for the IC title. Yeah, I could see that. Which I think is not out of the realm of possibility at this point. No. Fine. What do you reckon, Noah? Um, it was basically just Jeff Hardy versus Benoit. I mean, they had Matt Hardy just, uh, he didn't even take his jersey off. So I was like, okay, well, he's not even pay, he's not even paying attention. And Perry Saturn, I think the most he did is he shoved Jeff Hardy into the turnbuckle and that's about it. And what a shove it was. <laughs> An almighty shove, it was. an almighty yeah. shove. TV else. goes up. Uh, in the ring. Oh, no, sorry. Here we go. Uh, it's a Vince, segment. It's a Vince segment now. Mick Foley talks to Vince. He says he sucks. Vince smiles. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a segment. It's a segment that we could have done without. What have we got? Hang on. Oh, no, if you're, watching, on, if you're watching on the Patreon, you're currently watching Two Foxes. <laughs> Leave it on. Uh, having a little play. Do you want to watch the Two Foxes? There it's called are. White Wolf. Is but, it a show just about wolves? This is, if you're watching on the Patreon, uh, and, and then I believe Noah, I don't know whether Noah can see this on Zoom. Is this a real uh, show or is this a, just a wallpaper? Uh, video? Should, we just watch, uh, should we just watch this for a bit? Oh, little doggies. They're not day. doggies, the wolves. But Sorry whatever. if you're not on the Patreon. <laughs> you're missing us watching a video of dogs. Very sorry about that. Aww. Look at them, they're little cute. Yeah, boys. you know what? Every time there's a Bleak Vince segment, we've got to look at the dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look at the dogs. And then the un one dog goes up to the old dog and goes, You suck. And then the dog goes, ah. <laughs> Right, all right, that's enough dogs. Let's get back to the All right, okay. Yeah, both the Russell. Yeah. Uh, in the ring. <laughs> Did I hear a moan from Noah? Yeah. Who's, <laughs> no, Noah, who's paid that's for this experience and just like, oh, I just want to watch dogs with Tom and Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> this is worth the money that I'm spending on Patreon just yeah. watching dogs. Yay! Yay. Oh, that's a, it's an animal skull. Good wolf. Look at that. Hey, if this isn't making you watch the Patreon, I don't know what yeah. is. I don't know what else we can do. I don't know, oh, I don't know what more you menu. want. I don't know what you want. Oh, look at the menu. Don't click the Sunderland one. Let's not put the Sunderland oh. FC background on. Why? <laughs> 
just, just, it'll just make yeah, Jack, yeah, it'll just make yeah, Jack yeah, very yeah. sad. There That's right. Is. To play images on TV, they have to be videos. <laughs> I, I <can't> <laughs> Sunderland played that one game where there was only two goals scored against him and it was them that scored him or whatever. I swear I saw that video. <laughs> I'm going to tell Jack that. Oh, no. I'm going to say, we had a chat with Noah from Minnesota who said he remembers one Sunderland game where Sunderland scored both own goals. No, <laughs> it was three own goals. Oh. I remember being oh. Yes, oh. I know what you're talking about, actually. Yes, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, we'll put that on. <laughs> the, the best thing about Sunderland, uh, Noah, is there's oh, a documentary. No, no great sentences are sound like There's this. a documentary. <laughs> there's a documentary on Netflix called Sunderland Till I Die. And the, <laughs> the documentary was apparently meant to, because they'd been relegated, and the documentary was designed to watch their sort of road back to the top league. What ended up happening is they got relegated again. <laughs> <laughs> so what was meant to be this great triumph turned into a, like a really sad, bleak... Some say it's almost as bleak <laughs> as Squid Game. <laughs> Some say it's worse. We saw you crying on Netflix. <laughs> we saw you crying on Netflix. Because <laughs> Sunderland's a massive club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't, I've no. It's one of these things that I was brought up to hate Sunderland. Like, and it's funny because I always thought it was just a gimmick for Northeast mm. people. But then I told my mates who obviously lived in Newcastle, hey. Instead of going to Rise like we do every Saturday, why don't we go over to Sunderland and see what Venom's like? And they all went, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of the discussion. That was the end of the discussion. He was never brought up again. What would be a, what's a what's a local rival in, in oh, for you, Noah? What's a good local rival for you? Who do you hate? Um, locally, I know that. Who's your Shelbyville? Yes, yeah, Springfield and Shelbyville. I know that happens in. Um, but um, locally, I know that the school I went to, Prior Lake High School, is like is like rivals with the other high school. It's called Shakopee. I know they hate each other and. Like there's this like rock, there's like this boulder we used to have up front of the school. I have no idea, but like I know Shaka, if you would come and like vandalize it every time there was like during sports season, and like we'd go vandalize something of them or whatever. So oh, I love it. You I know what? I've never liked Shaka V. <laughs> I've yeah, said that all the time, don't I, Tom? Yeah, you're, we're always slagging them off. Yeah, boo. Yeah, boo. <laughs> They're just rubbish. I'll go and steal the. I'll go steal their their pig mascot. <laughs> <laughs> That's from a thing, isn't it? Still their lemon tree. They're still their lemon tree. That was show. Yeah. <laughs> In the ring. Tra-la-la-la-la. Dean Malenko is here to taunt Lita. Jericho thankfully interrupts and tells him if he's looking for something to kiss, how about his chef by RD fuck ass? Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, Jericho, as we know, is the only uh, American Canadian citizen on Chef by RD fuck island. That's right. <laughs> The two Uzis and firing, <laughs> spraying it and killing whores. Chef by ID says, fuck you. <laughs> it certainly does. I've seen some of the I've seen some of the uh, international shipping costs. Chef by ID truly uh, yes. is saying fuck you to the classic SmackDown review. And this well, there was a from... commercial I remember a long time ago for Chef by ID where all it was was Fuck you. <laughs> pretty much the can was pretty much saying fuck you to the like little kid because like the mom was like, oh, you want Chef Boyardee, you can't get it, we can't afford it, so goodbye, or whatever. And then, like, this can, like, roll around or whatever, I think. <laughs> Screw it, I forget what I was saying. It's <laughs> just like, wow, here we go, a free can. He's like, no, bitch, you have to buy this. <laughs> buy this, yeah, you yeah. fuck. <laughs> As a kid, the, the, the chef on the Chef Boyardee, I know this advert, the chef on the Chef Boyardee can goes, hello, little Daniel, pick me up. Pick me up, Daniel, and cut my head open and eat my insides. And uh, he picks up the can. He starts opening the can, and the chef goes, ah! Officer, he's stealing me! And now that kid's in prison. 
Oh, there you go. That's how the advert ends. Good times. <laughs> and that's the last word in the advert. Good times, Chef Boyard. Good times. As the can rolls away to find another victim. If you'd like to eat some pasta that is overpriced, Chef Boyardi. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this all comes from the Chef Boyardee, apparently, maybe incorrect information from Melter saying, Chef Boyardee, we had no idea that WF was, uh, was, was full of things like... Um, half-naked women and cursing and vulgarity when that advert has Jericho on a yeah. desert island with naked on women Fuck going, Island? Yeah! <laughs> Look at all these bitches! That's right. I'm going to eat and fuck. <laughs> I'm, <n> <laughs> I'm going to eat all the women and fuck all the pasta. Don't you mean fuck all the women and eat all the pasta? You play your games and I'll play mine! <laughs> Jericho looks at camera and goes, Holy ravioli! <laughs> Anyway, Chris Jericho compares Dean Malenko to Urkel. And it... Dean Malerkel. Wait, what's Yay! that? MT. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> MT's back. I have the same voice as Matthew's voice because he couldn't think of anything. Uh, <laughs> Urkel was a character from Family, family Matters. Matters. Family Matters. Oh, so it's a family affairs. That's a very... Ch no, God. Family, family Matters. Affairs. That's right. With the dude who was the cop from Die Hard is in it. Um... He yeah. goes, no, no, no. Anyway, Urkel became the breakout character and the entire show became around Urkel. And he also voiced Sonic the Hedgehog for a generation amongst all the three cartoons. He certainly did. Uh, he was the ultimate voice of Sonic the Hedgehog was Steve hey, Urkel. Hey, kids. You know. Don't do I a drug. You never see oh, the, the, yeah, the, the original 90s ones where like it was, you had the sort of dystopian future Sonic Sat AM. Yeah. Uh, and, then, a good one. and then you had like the quirky, wacky adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog that would end with like, hey kids, don't do a drug. Uh, Let drugs do you. <laughs> Let drugs do you instead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very timely reference there in 2000. It certainly is. And attacks. Yeah. Uh, I well, don't Kenny know. Omega just made an Urkel reference, so I mean, so. I'm pretty Did sure. He? Oh, that's because the audience fair dude is nerds. I'm pretty sure, though, <laughs> that Family Matters was still a big thing in America at this point. I think it was. Very, 2000, isn't very, it? No, 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 because no, there's no limit. Um, I'm Because I used to go to America quite a lot with my folks around like 2000, 2001. And, and we used to watch it a few times because it was heavily syndicated. Oh, it was one of those shows that is known. Mm. Yeah, uh, it was heavily syndicated at this point. Yeah. Like it was on, it was, I, I remember us watching, to the point where I used to go to America in like 2000 to 2001. And as we're talking about family matters, in my head, I'm going, it's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. That stays in my head because yeah. I was in America at that time. So I think it was on a lot. Standing tall on the, on the wings of our dreams. <laughs> mean you need to remake the opening to Perfect Strangers, Matt. Oh. Just reminded me yourself of that. We'll we'll put that in the book. What was your favourite syndicated show that your parents probably watched when you were little? <laughs> Muppet Baby. <laughs> Noah. Um, my parents are little. What show did I go to watch? Um, I don't really know to be honest. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Is it just us that? <laughs> maybe it's just us. Maybe it's a thing of the Brits where we watch these weird shows and go, what are, the, what are these? Yeah. Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's oh, Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when Math calls me a piece of shit. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. 
<laughs> Sorry, Noah. I, I've I've mixed the theme tune of Sonic Heroes with Hogan's, Hogan's Heroes, Heroes, and it's made Matthew really <laughs> sad. The the American comedy based in a prisoner of war camp, starring back to the crocodile with an Urkel. So Jericho <laughs> versus Di Malenko. Jericho and Yes, saying Di Malenko <laughs> as the prisoner. Um, I don't know if Jericho and Di Malenko can have any chemistry though. Let's see. Oh well, I wonder. Uh, see that scene. Uh, uh, I lo- I like the fact that we got Jericho Malenko on WWF television yeah. in the semi-main event. It's like when they did RVD Jerry Lynn on Sunday Night Heat. It's like, yay. <laughs> yeah. Yay. This means nothing. And one of them yes. and one of them was the light heavyweight champion. The, mm. One of them was the cruiser champion, right. technically. Eddie Guerrero shows up at ringside and instantly gets a bigger reaction than Dino or Jericho. Lola says, Why is Jericho so mad? Because Dino wanted to do some parallel parking with Lita. <laughs> what? <laughs> Quite literally, I've not heard that. He's a good driving instructor. He just wanted to teach how to park. There you go. He's just a good. Hi, Lita, I need your help. <laughs> like Lita's like, why are we in a car? I told you, parallel parking. Yeah. What did you think? Of I park my car in your garage. Uh, okay. Oh, great. Can you go? <laughs> great. Can you I'm gonna have to reverse into it. <laughs> driving out way easier. <laughs> can you get out and let me know if I'm near the curb? And then we'll fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> We kidding? Dino's like, I need your help, leader. What is it? We're driving. No, I, I can't reach the, uh, the pedals. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's funny because he's small. Yeah. Eddie distracts, but Jericho escapes the small package, or as Dino calls it, the normal size package attempt and power bombs <laughs> Dino. Eddie punishes Jericho mid lion salt, and Dino is able to steal a victory. What do we hear? Uh, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. And we get the SmackDown debut of Dino's James Bond knockoff theme. That's him honking his horn as he's, as he's doing a parallel park. He's honking at parked cars. Hey, I'm driving here. <laughs> oh, are you, are you into Bond films, Dino? Um, I, my dad's always tried to get me into them, but I nev- I've watched the first one. I have at least seen one of them, oh. but I need to start watching the other ones. Oh, you've seen the first one? Yeah, that's nice. I have seen Dr. No, that I have at least seen one of them, but I need to start watching the rest of them. Everybody tells me to, and I just am always like, yeah, I, I will, and I just don't. <laughs> That's fair enough. Matthew's just having a quick Sorry. yawn. No, you should, it's uh, nothing personal. You need to watch GoldenEye, nothing else. <laughs> GoldenEye, nothing else. I remember playing GoldenEye on the 64. My yeah. older brother had one, so that, that, that one's already one of my favorites because of the game. So you're an N64 guy, are you now? <laughs> I mean, I played it when we, we used to have one, but then it stopped working after a while. But I loved playing it. We had GoldenEye. Um, Pokemon Stadium is probably my, one of my favorite games on that oh. thing. Uh, Mario 64 always made me mad because of the movement, but I still like playing it. Um, Smash, obviously. You know, oh. Everybody plays that one. Yeah. <laughs> we all love a the Smash. Good times. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, after the James Wan theme wears off, uh, Eddie Guerrero attacks Jericho post-match, uh, but then Jericho fights back to... Stretch him. Stretch That's him. nice. Stretch and then um, TNA come out and they start attacking them. But then Test gets attacked by Jericho and he starts going, Noah! <laughs> <laughs> How do I unlock all bonds on GoldenEye? You know, Noah's going, no, they, they, cut, they cut that out for legal reasons. <laughs> Turns out you can't just put a picture of Sean Connery in a game without paying him lots of money. Oh, all right. <laughs> That's rare. I love I love rare being chances like that. If I just take a picture of Connery in, 
Yeah, like, what? No. I want some money for that. Yeah, he'll want, he'll ask it in that accent as well. Yeah, I want some money for that. And then Roger, Roger, more like, Roger, more money. <laughs> Could they not have done what they do on, like, international superstar soccer, where they just change the names? Uh-huh. Dodger, Dodger more. Con Shonnery. Con Shonnery. Hey, wait a minute. From Love That's with Russia, <laughs> his best film. <laughs> Come over here, I want the, to rake your moon. The I watched a David Mead, that was Roger Butcher's <laughs> stupid game. <laughs> Those stars above me, the lie who spoved oh. me. Just <laughs> keep it on my... I think it's so bad they want nothing to do with it. Apart <laughs> from David Niven. Like, yeah, sure, I need N- the money. Niven, Niven will do it. Um, do we know, team, where Dean Malenko's music got recycled to? Mm. In WWF? Yes. Someone else used this theme? Somebody else used this theme. The music got be... recycled. Wait, hang on, let me think. Are there any James Bond-style characters? Wait, mm. somebody British, right? Regal. Wasn't Regal? Oh, but... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find the music in question, and I'm going to play it down my um, mobile phone. Okay. I can't think of anybody could even fit remotely into. Yeah, I don't know. But they should do more Bond style characters. Oh, completely. But I think they'd be weirded out by a, a badass baby face because we haven't had one of them in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to drink vodka martinis and <laughs> win matches. I'm all and out. I'm all out of vodka martinis. <laughs> and that's the noise that he makes as he's. I had to denote that he was slurping. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, Finn Balor's new gimmick is going to be on Raw. He's going to be like a Bond, uh, James Bond kind of guy now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, here to, I'm here to eat Chef by ID and win matches. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all out of matches. Oh God! Did you just down an entire can of Chef by ID? Yes. <laughs> blood, blood from the tin. Oh, oh, down oh his face. God! It's all sharp. <laughs> uh, no, any any guesses on who it might be? Uh, I'm stumped. I don't know who it is. Okay. Uh, I'll, no, I'll actually, I'm, I'm gonna, I feel like I know it. I'm going to kick myself. I'm going to play out. the theme. Oh, that's Cesaro. What? Yeah. That was Antonio Cesaro. Quick, un- unplay it before get DMCA. It's fine. Oh, okay. It's podcast. It's fine. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Yep, that was his theme song in like 2013 ish. Yeah, right, right, very right. close. 2012. Wow. Oh, wait, wait, is it literally just the, the same backing bit? Yeah, it's just, it's it's the backing of um, Iceman. Wow. With a, with some rapping over the top. Lovely. It's good, yeah. isn't it? It's a great theme tune. Wow. There you go. I, uh, yeah. The song's called Miracle. Should you want to listen to Antonio? <laughs> it's a miracle in bracket. We, we haven't been sued. <laughs> yes. I like, yeah, I know that song because I used to play the WWE 13 and that was in the menu all the time. I mean, you couldn't change uh, the soundtrack. So oh, yeah. Sure. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Who's on the front cover of 13? Uh, that was CM Punk, I believe. There you go. It's Punk. Oh, right. I didn't play that one. Because that was the Attitude Era one where they, yeah, they did the story oh. mode as the Attitude Era. Yeah, because I had the one before that played that out of with uh, Arn Anderson taking over Raw to make it Nitro out of Revenge. Oh, yeah, 12. That was a good one. And then Austin Aries was like the voice of That's the That's right, the new kid. And Sheamus wins every belt yeah. after joining, quote, the United Kingdom stable. <laughs> That's a bit problematic. <laughs> Ireland is not part of the UK. Him, Regal, McIntyre, and I think Wade Barrett was the other one. Yeah, That's right, and he unveils the United Kingdom belt, again, won by Seamus. <laughs> Just <laughs> saying. Do you know what? Do you know what does my Sweden about... Is it bad geography? About, I mean, that as well. When they do, like, the career modes in wrestling games, like the story modes and stuff, <clears throat> like these wrestlers are all, like... 
like they know the thing they're doing. Like they know they're there to do voiceovers for like promos within a game. They know, right, that that's what they're doing. And the people who are writing it know that's what it's for. So even if the wrestlers don't know, they can, they can communicate to them. Why do the wrestlers all talk like they are on the phone in the toilet? When like, oh, so yeah, when, like Triple H. Yeah, oh, Triple H is the worst for it. When like he's doing a promo in the ring and the games are like, I'll tell you what. I will beat Cesaro later on today. Like, he talks like he's on the loo. Like, he doesn't project his voice. doesn't even pretend that he's doing a promo. It's awful. Yeah, no. In uh, 12, he's supposed to come out because, like, Miz, like, injured him or whatever. Like, he, like, yes. I don't know. He, like, did something to him. But he comes out. He's like, Miz, I'm coming for you because you hurt me. It's like monotone. It's like, oh, are you yeah. angry or are you just annoyed? Like, Jesus or Christ. Either. Take a bit of pride in your work, man. Put a bit of oomph in it. Yeah, so you're right. And kill you, and you're like, I'm gonna get you. Yeah, uh, it's funny you said because um, there's on YouTube. There's various like all the audio files from Warzone and Attitude with the actual superstars just doing one liners, mm. and they're all giving it big uns. Yeah, you've got to. Like, you got Goldus is there going, "Oh, I'm gonna give you shattered dreams," you know, <laughs> and just do it. They're they're making noises like that, and they're all like, "Yeah," they they are going hell for leather, and then yeah. I'm Triple H, and I probably am recording this on the toilet after a 13-hour <laughs> shift. Yeah, Miz, I'm going to get you. WCW, to, oh, whatever, who cares? No one's better. Going to have you. Yeah. No, I don't do two takes. I'm, I'm one take, Triple H. Put that in the game. <laughs> Kurt Angle is here to apologize for the, to, uh, to Regal for the whole Revolutionary War thing. <laughs> and Regal doesn't say anything, but he's like, all right, well, you know, I need to tag up with somebody. <laughs> You bloody bastard. Regal, uh, Angle has had a phenomenal year in WWF, considering he's, it's past a year now. Yeah, he's just, he's just, we've just ticked over a year about yeah. about three or four weeks ago. Yeah. What a, what a, what a first year. You've yeah. done it, you've done it all. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it all. Speaking of highlights of the show, though, The Rock is interviewed by Tom's mate, Kevin Kelly. My mate, Kevin. LA Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you get it. <laughs> That's right. A five-year-old LA Knight is here. <laughs> What's he on the show? Dummy, yeah. Yeah, he wants his dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I want my dummy, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and you can't <laughs> hear anything The Rock, in brackets Dwayne Johnson, says initially because of the pop from the crowd they're just magnum god is he over over like <laughs> over the rock has a little story for little rock. story time with the rock exactly. <laughs> story time with the rock it's like story time with jack but instead of you know over the weekend with his friends yeah. well, i'm gonna hold a fame pick but don't worry i'll just think of um you know what i like ceilings <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we didn't have ceilings, I mean, we'd all be bungalows, right? Yeah, cool. And then he wins of 89%. I'm like, this is bollocks. It's all bollocks, isn't it? It's all bollocks. Oh, well, Matthew keeps on picking easy picks. You're damn right, I do. Um, (laughs) Little Regal used to knock on Little Angle's door and ask him, would you please come outside so I can play with your ball? And he'd say, no, only I can play with my little ball. And then one day, Little Rock appeared and said, hey, that's right. Puberty came for the rock early. Which is a shoot. I've all seen the pictures of him. And he eventually grabbed oh, yeah. Angle's ball. And yada, yada, yada. If you smell the rock. Look, the rock was very, 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 very over. Even mm. on a six out of 10 promo. <laughs> <laughs> little, but, rock, little Rock attacking Little Regal and Little Angle. I'm waiting for that episode of Young Rock. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Apparently, this will happen. Oh, I mean, The Rock. 
one of the greatest promos of all time, but you know, God, his promo wasn't very good. God, his promo was All right, Brett, all right, Brett. <laughs> Brett, Brett is, you know, maybe Brett for so long can't remember what he said about people. So he just hedges his bets by in the same sentence saying they're good and they're shit at the same yeah. time. Do you know what? I might change my opinion. <laughs> Depends well, on I'm see them in the next three months. Might not, you piece of shit. Yeah. I love you. Thanks very much. Are they Canadian? No? Oh, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I never met him before in my life. Never seen him of his work. But I've been told he's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> never one of the boys. <laughs> Men event time. Yay. With Kane. Yeah. <laughs> showing up to give this SmackDown some much needed star power. <laughs> he just turned yeah. off. At this rate, I was confused too. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Regal, Angle and Regal are walking down, then Kane appears, and they're like, "Oh, is he gonna? He's not. He's with us, hooray!" <laughs> he needs he needs some comedy relief after all these jabs on his poor wife this episode. <laughs> and they're obviously the. Um, Why has no one told me that Linda's not well? Yeah. <laughs> First I've heard of it. First I've heard of it. She was fine when I left today. She said she had a bad head, and I said I wasn't complaining. <laughs> God, sorry. Um, I offered, I, I offered her two ibuprofen. I said, "Here you go." She said, "What's this for?" She said, "It's for my head. It's for your headache." And she says, "I haven't got a headache." I said, "Quick, let's get upstairs." Ha ha! Ha ha! God, that's, that's a dad joke. Gotta be Kane. It's a great granddad joke. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> don't, don't encourage him, no. <laughs> Uh, so yes, it's the besmirches taking on. Don't don't laugh when you're drinking. Um, <laughs> I just realised I had this bottle of water with me the whole time. I could have been unhotted. Bless you. Taking on Aust. Well, I had you know. Empty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your dad. Full bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Get home, you prick. I never met my. So I never met my dad, but <laughs> I'm your father. He's a piece of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That was cool from the uh, birthday piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I was raised now by a chef boy RD. Now is the star player today, I'm just saying. Mm. <laughs> now is star yeah, player. Yeah, no one can sit at this table, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, yeah, we really regal and angle, giving up the Revolutionary War, um, that whole Benedict Arnold thing, to come together to take on Austin the Rock. Well, oof, <laughs> we'll need him for that. Good luck. Yeah. You're right. Regal tries to take on Austin, which allows Steve to get in some lovely proper wrestling out of the system because it there wasn't a lot of time for Austin to get that out of his system mm. period. So it was actually some catches catch stuff. Um, obviously from his fellow WWE Worldwide 1993 colleague. I mean, look at this. Look at the <laughs> WCW love right. on this and the last 30 minutes of the show. We've, ha- we've watched Malenko versus Jericho mm. and now we're watching Austin versus Regal. Yep. Like, this oh, is yeah. old yeah. school dubsy dub. Because they dropped the titles to fucking uh, WWF, always hiring WCW cast offs. Oh, that's yeah. all they do in it. Hire w- They've not made any stars of their own. They just keep hiring WCW cast offs. That's uh, why tribalism is so fucking stupid. Calm down. <laughs> it's only wrestling. <laughs> no, get madder. It's great. <laughs> it gets the hit. Uh, was it? It was the Hollywood Blondes. Against uh, the Regal Boys, the Besmirches, the original Besmirches, right. the original Besmirches, the original Besmirches, Stephen Regal, and David be, Taylor. Exactly, it was supposed to be, oh, or Lord or Earl Bobby. No, 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 no. that was a uh, ninety-five. It was supposed to be Steamboat and Douglas. Yeah, 
I want to say it was that, but then something happened and they couldn't be there. So they had to, we are now going to wear masks and be their like, hombre something. The mask bastards. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, it was, a, it was right. a storyline. It was a storyline. Yeah, because yeah. they said that Steamboat and Douglas weren't allowed a shot at the Hollywood Blondes. Yeah. So they had this Los Hombres whatever's come yeah. out to face them. And the Hollywood Blondes are going, oh, this that's blatantly Steamboat and uh, Steamboat and Douglas. Ah, we're on to you. So like they, they end up fighting to the back where they just see Shane Douglas just backstage just chilling. You know, hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> like, what? We thought you were there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but was the thing Good that... storyline wrestling banter, yeah. that. That's right. My era, that. That had nothing to do with reading. Like the Conquistadors and the Hardy Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. it. That's it. It's Conquistadors and the Hardy Boys first time round. Yeah. Because a few times they've done that over the years, like, oh, it's Dusty Rhodes is the Midnight Rider. And he's like, wait, because Dusty Rhodes had to leave. He's like, wait, who's this dude? This is Dusty Rhodes. No, it's not, baby. It's not, I'm ba- the Midnight not Rider. Dusty, I'm not Dusty Rhodes, baby. not me, baby. I was it, Charlie. <laughs> it's not me, baby. <laughs> it's not me, it baby. Sister. I was at Johnny Valiant. Dusty and... ruins it immediately. It's not me, baby. <laughs> yeah, the boogie woogie man would do his, ah, oh, he's lost. So he can never wrestle this dude again. Ha, 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 I got rid of him. Please welcome uh, the Woogie opponent. Boogie Man. <laughs> no, I was talking about that. It was Charlie Brown from Out of Town. Fuck. <laughs> but obviously, yeah. But obviously, he's got the opponent's going. Wait a minute, it's him. It's every mannerism. He's like, that's I, it's that's not true. I love Ask it. Ask the crowd. That's not him. And he's like, this is bollocks. <laughs> it's a great gimmick. I remember Noah, uh, Matthew, and I had uh, the the chance to to do some of the silly buggers on commentary for a wrestling show. Uh, and and it remains one of my favourite bits was um, uh, for North Wrestling. Where we had, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a team called the Landed Gentry, and it features a guy called Benji, yeah. uh, who in this one promotion is the most despised man in the promotion. It's we great. Uh, The same promotion that's brought in the likes of Eddie Kingston and Ricky Shane Page, Benji is like the the heat magnet, and he's a local lad. Really? And they just fucking hate. He gets the biggest reactions of all the night. But in other promotions, outside of this little bubble of North, he is a babyface called Super Benji. And everyone ah. loves him. And it's the opposite thing. Like say, he was a baby face in WCTPW. That's yeah, right. Same guy. You know him. Same yes. guy. Uh, and uh, the one night, they they had Benji from they had the Landed Gentry in a match later in the night. Oh, no, no, no. Mm. Sorry, sorry. The Landed Gentry were in a Battle Royal. That's right. And Zia, one half of them was in it, but Benji couldn't make it that night. He was, he, was, he was injured. And the final entry mm. was Super Benji. And <laughs> Math and I just called it dead straight. Like, oh, we've heard a lot about this youngster. He's yeah. been around the industry. <laughs> we've never seen him in a North Wrestling ring before. Yeah. But oh, what an honor. This is great. I love his work. <laughs> and like we just and every time that he was he popped up as Super Benji, they're different people. We, yeah. and, and we treat That's them as awesome. because they are. I thought you were talking about exactly. that one at Rise when he would team up with um its name Cage. Uh, uh oh, um Joe Rage. Joe Rage, sorry. And uh, Joe Rage is a big massive guy and yep. then uh, Benji's a little a guy little. so like look mm. at the f and size of Benji look how big he is and it's like and then you know you know rage gets him like yeah I could be doing put a bit more pounds yeah cruise old cruiserweight <laughs> Joe Rage <laughs> who's as big as a house yeah. and then the one night we went to this show <laughs> Noah um so Matthew and I yeah. did this on commentary the one night Matthew and I just go to the show not on commentary just to watch it yeah. uh, we get a bit pissed uh, <laughs> and uh, at one point they're <laughs> wrestling and I remember you and I are chanting Benji is small and Joe is really tall that's the joke that's the joke <laughs> 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 just just shout on our own commentary he's great <laughs> uh, mate we've had wrestling. some good times haven't we, we have. like I wish fun. I could remember them uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all the times we've had, those are two of them. Yes, certainly. <laughs> Meanwhile, on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, sorry, SmackDown. Austin tries uh, to, at one point, get the million-dollar dream. 
nice. on Regal before Angle interrupts because obviously if there's anything that's going to end this match, it's going to be Austin's crappy finisher from 96. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and during this match, we get even more cutaway shots of Vince watching this going, uh-huh. <laughs> he hasn't eaten yes. any of the food on the platter in front of him. Do you remember the food on the platter, Noah? Quick test. <laughs> It was, uh, he had like carrots, he had broccoli, like celery, and I think there was like ranch in the middle of it. He was indeed spot on. Wow. Well done. Well done. <laughs> celery and broccoli. Nothing. Celery, broccoli, and ranch dressing. Chef Boyard didn't. No. <laughs> he didn't eat I'd, any of it. I'd prefer <laughs> it if it had been a big, really dirty plate of Chef Boyardi ravioli that Vince just eats <laughs> with his hands every so often. <laughs> Anyone that comes into Vince's office for a promo takes a handful of Chef Boyardi. <laughs> Vince! So everyone's doing Boyardee promos, just beef around their mouth. Why aren't I booking SmackDown? Yeah, well, why indeed? <laughs> I'd watch it if you did. Yes, Definitely. you bloody was. One person. That's one. That's one it, that's person. It. We're off. We've got of one. At least one audience. Kane pulls the ropes and ejects the rock out the ring, then does so again during the people's elbow attempt. Austin takes out Kane. But this means The Rock has to sell. Oh, what? Which he actually does a good job of. The point where Austin (laughs) makes the hot tag, and boy, do I mean hot. Insane reaction as Austin cleans house and gives Regal the dick to mouth. Kane takes out the ref and then punches both Rock and Austin until they team to take him down. Regal takes the stunner. Kane is clotheslined outside. Regal takes another stunner. (laughs) Immediately recovering from the first one. And the match ends one, two, three. Easily the highlight of this episode. Oh, wait, wait. Stop right there, Noah. Don't give us your final submissions yet. Here's another Vince pick. (laughs) Shane calls Vince, and we get the news that Linda has been rushed to hospital. What? Linda! Vince looks sad and then looks in the mirror, puts his head down, and then starts laughing and (laughs) perving on himself. (laughs) straight out of Twin Peaks thanks Vince that shot of Vince looking in the mirror looking back at himself like with the most demonic possible face is a piece of weird art isn't it it's a piece of weird art Yeah. good main event though yeah lovely main event Really nice. Like, Lovely. fun tag team. And it's nice to see Regal in the mix. Yes. With the lads. And he has been for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, like, he had a match against Rock and, and I, recently and see him getting in there with Austin was good as well. Yes. Nice. The last episode. Yeah. And that last episode where oh, we yeah, talked I about... Remember. I remember the last episode where we talked about Lila... We basically did a watch along of Lila Wars halfway through. So I was trying to remember a certain bit from the fifth level of Lila Wars. So we just put a watch along on and we watched it for about an hour mm. in that last episode. People will never see it. Never mind. Uh, no, what did you make of the main event? Um, I thought it was pretty good. It was, I think, longer than every single other match on the show combined. So yeah, uh, yeah, know. actually, good point. You're right, actually. See, this is stuff we get uh, desensitized to. We realize, oh yes, and watch it because yeah, these matches are short. I'm like, oh yeah, they are. You just sort of get accustomed yeah. to it. But yeah. yeah, it was the longest match of the night. It got the most, the most wind. Yeah, the match was good, and then I thought it was interesting. Uh, Linda went to a hospital, not a local medical facility, but oh. a hospital, so you know it's serious now. Oh, I never spotted that either. I think it's pretty much because they... Uh, the alleged story behind this, I'm not sure 10% is when they say, oh, so-and-so, Shawn Michaels has been taken to the local hospital one time when he got injured. Maybe the Owen Hart kick, I'm not sure. But then... 
people started like ringing up the hospitals in the area and just being a nuisance. So that's what like, oh look, Linda's in a hospital somewhere. Yeah, we didn't say where. That's true. So by saying uh, local yeah, medical facility, it kind of broadens the horizon yeah. so much that people won't be bothered to ring around. She's at the vet. <laughs> <laughs> I took Linda to the vet. Kane. <laughs> I thought this was the doctor's. They gave no. us some special tablets. This is the dog turd. <laughs> oh, hello. That's a good pun. These tablets they gave Linda, they look really fun. They're called Haurus. <laughs> what do you mean that? Haurus. So it's Haurus on there. The can says horse. These are horse tranquilizers. Uh-oh. <laughs> Looks like I've made another silly mistake. Mm. Will anyone notice the difference with Linda? <laughs> <laughs> or better yet if Kane comes back I brought Linda back <laughs> she's, a fucking, she's a fucking Dalmatian <laughs> she still looks a bit spotty but she should be alright <laughs> she's, oh. she's got a lovely coat <laughs> she's extra chatty today <laughs> she's really hungry <laughs> But she'll only eat off the floor. <laughs> Doctor, what's wrong with my... Matthew, you look like you're enjoying this. <laughs> I'll talk to MT. <laughs> oh, good, if you, you can squeeze it. So I, I keep throwing the ball to my wife. <laughs> How was your day? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I fell into a Tom Campbell black hole. <laughs> no, nothing gets out of there. Nothing it, gets out of there. Not them. even light. No, 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 not no, even nothing. light escapes. I understand. <laughs> right, okay, I'm back now. That's <laughs> somehow escaped. <laughs> Kane is now married to a Dalmatian. Oh, hello, Tom. Kane is now married to a Dalmatian. <laughs> stupid do is living. <laughs> I think we're all stupid do. <laughs> Maybe the stupid do was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> right, come on, let's wrap up SmackDown. Let's wrap up Tom. Let's wrap up Tom and send him somewhere. Send me somewhere nice, please. So here's let's the bit where up. we summarise the episode, Noah. Uh, what was? Oh, it's okay. Work on you. So we'll just do it without ourselves first of all. What was something, Tom, that you remembered from this week's episode? Uh, I remembered. It sounds really weird. The thing I remember from this episode is Vince's the, the, is Vince's um, cadence when he says a couple of rich. Bitches. That's the bit that I remember. That's that's the main bit I remember from this whole episode is the way that Vince goes, rich bitches. That's it. That's all I remember. It's very memorable. How about you, sir? That's a good one. I probably remembered... Uh... God, what did happen? It was a weird episode, wasn't it? I'm trying to think of something that wasn't that. It was a beautifully weird episode. Um... <laughs> Nothing. Well, okay. Well, oh, I remember Regal. Just main really... event and thinking... Regal's main event. Nice. But you're the European... European people don't headline. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is 2000 WWF. What are you on about? Direct down the card. Uh, Noah, what did you remember? I thought it was fun because it's very different. Because when I, when I watched it weekly, I don't... Okay, I don't watch it weekly. I mean, I check on Twitter every now and then. But I when, when I used to watch it weekly, it was... Um, my family and I watched it like when they started doing the raw guest show. So that was like when I first started watching weekly. So that was, you know, great because mm. we had a different celebrity every week. But um, it was weird because 
I noticed in the Attitude Era, almost every match had a run-in, and I was just wondering if that's mm. like customary mm. <laughs> during then. It's pretty much what we do. It's pretty much the era. It's yep. what we do. Sounds fun. Yep. It's, it's a good time. Uh, what did you forget from this episode of SmackDown, Matthew? I forgot. Raven getting annihilated by Undertaker. And it does lead credence to the theory that Vince wasn't asked or told about Raven getting hired. And he wasn't exactly a fan of Raven to begin <laughs> with. So the alleged story goes, when he was hired in the uh, creative meeting, Vince just went, who the fuck hired Raven? <laughs> Which is not a great way to start your WF career. Oh. He's just had a bad feud with Taz, but Taz on the way out anyway, so let's just put that on one side. And I was like, all right, you're going to get killed by Hardcore Holly, oh. and then you're going to get killed by Undertaker. And then who's next? Al Snow gets his revenge, I imagine. Who the fuck did hire Raven? <laughs> Can't remember, but it wasn't Vince. Is it Pritchard? I, I couldn't tell you. That would Pritchard. I reckon it's Pritchard. Yeah. Or maybe... Um, it was CP. Maybe. I think it's him. Um, I forgot that we had a full-blown Jericho Malenko match on WWF television. Mm. Like, they had belters in Dubsy Dub. And, okay, this was, this was really, like... Uh, a, a, a quick artist's rough outline of the artwork that they made, but it was nice to see it. It was nice that yeah. we had that as a thing. It existed. It existed as a thing. Uh, Noah, what are you... I mean, you didn't... You don't remember it first time round, so I can't really... It feels weird, weird to say, <laughs> what did you forget? <laughs> so we can let you off that question. It's fine. No, there answer it, Noah. No. But we will say thank you to <laughs> Noah... And Noah Anderson for joining us for this week's episode of the Classic Battle Review. Will. It's been two hours. I think this episode is going to clock in at. By the it way, is. it's been a hell of it's been a, it's been a hell of an episode. <laughs> it's been amazing. <laughs> uh, Noah, is there stuff that you want to plug? Stuff that oh, you know, whether um, social platforms, where can people find you online? Go Vikings. Go. Yes. Up the Vikings. <laughs> um, I guess the only thing I really have to plug, I guess, is I'm on Twitter. Uh, at at NoahJA925. You guys want to follow me, anybody? I'm I, doing it right I don't now. Post much, but I don't post much, but Chris Jericho follows me, so it's kind of cool. How did that happen? I think, oh, you know what it was? He was doing, I think, in rest, the last Wrestle Kingdom he was at, he did some kind of like fundraiser that he was doing. He was He sold his shirt that he had wore. And it was like it was like a charity thing that all the funds were gonna go help Australia when it was like really bad with the fires. And I won that shirt because I bet on it, or you know how it was. And I ended up getting that shirt. Oh, and nice! He um he had like messaged me saying like you know thanks for whatever. And I was like hey you know I just wanted to help out Australia and I hey, I get a cool T-shirt and so he followed me back. Ah, oh, that's ace. Oh. I like that. Well, we've given you a follow. I've given you a follow now. I'm was sure Matt Noah. It's uh, J A nine two five. Noah J A nine two five. Like J for golf? J for John. A oh, for Alpha. Oh, God. You know what? After doing he'll be all on, this, he'll be on mine. He'll, he'll, he'll be on my thing. You can click on my recent followers and he'll be there. The profile hey, picture is me Anderson. facing off with CM Punk. There you go. It's, 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 hey. the, it's the famous Noah versus CM Punk fa- fight yeah. uh, in, the, in the thumbnail. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Oh, you said nice things about this. Suicide Squad get what? <laughs> oh, it's from 20... Oh, yeah, you don't tweet much. God. <laughs> I don't too much, yeah. But yeah, you're giving it a plug. Is there anything else you wanted to plug or shout out or say hello to whilst you're here? Um, subscribe to Cultaholic. Hey! <laughs> and uh, become a Patreon like me and, you know, you can possibly do this too. This was, yeah, would you, would you say this has been value for money? 
Hundred percent, hundred percent. I loved it. Yay! They won't know that you said something different. We cut out early in the episode. When you said one hundred percent. I love doing this show. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> uh, if you haven't had a chance during the week, uh, loads of content on the podcast feed for you to enjoy. Uh, Jackkins and I sat down to do an In Your House watch along of In Your House 3, uh, the triple header main event. It was Diesel and Shawn Michaels versus Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Or was it? We talk about that. Uh, plus, yesterday we dropped a watch along of WCW Fall Brawl 1995 War Games match featuring Team Hogan versus the Dungeon of Doom, part of the classic Nitro <laughs> review. Oh, mate, it was hilarious. Uh, that was Sam and I, and that was two hours and 42 minutes that you will not get back. It's waiting for you there. Um, also, tomorrow on the podcast feed, uh, if you like, if you are like me, a big fan of Keith Lee, you may be intrigued as to where the origin of the name Bearcat came from. Well, strap yourselves in for a Wrestling Curiosity, curiosity special about the undeniable legacy of Bearcat Wright, where the name came Ooh. from. So dig a little bit, a little bit of deep diving into history tomorrow about Bearcat Wright. That's on the podcast feed tomorrow. That's all the stuff I'm working on. Did a nice video about um, uh, weird w TNA titles, which was on the channel yesterday, which you can watch now, as well as Dan Heppel's amazing work editing uh, our story time. Basically, we come up with three alternative endings to The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, that is Jack, Andrew, and myself. And Judge Ross judges them. And that's on the YouTube channel right now. I've really undersold that. But Dan Heppel's an amazing, Dan Heppel's an amazing um, editor. Um, Maff, what have you got coming up? <laughs> <laughs> the Cultaholic Weekly Wrestling Podcast Yay. where shite will be talked and Botchamania and Botchamania who's on Botchamania this week Ben Potter on the other week Ben Potter was on the other one yes. and people loved him Ben from Triple Jumps was a thing little get <laughs> I was very nice um, I don't know who got the next one to be honest with you Are you mean... things I ask like five people at once and it's wait to see who comes who pips the post nice okay like that and then like five people don't get back to me and I'm like oh crap <laughs> 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 and it's on that bombshell that we will sign off for today and I will say he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter he is at NoahJA925 on Twitter I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter <laughs> we are at Cultaholic on Twitter don't forget to join us overstuffed fuck island love you bye <laughs> follow me at MT bottle MT bottle MMT bottle standing on a wall Empty bottle standing on the wall, and if empty bottle would have another fall, empty bottle standing on the floor. Oh, not to this. You could stay, but I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from. 